All right, there is no perfect time to release this beautiful song that's going to kick off our show. It's an original song from the minds of Coach Cuse, Bill Doinks, Rick Fieldsman. It's actually a cover of a song that we did in high school back in the 1860s. It's red hot. It might be about Chicago beat writers for the Chicago Bears. It's hard to say. It's Poper Nickel. It's here for your ears. Go Bears or Dogs. Thank you. 
baby. What a week this is going to be. Thursday night against Washington. Dan and I are going to be in the house with a couple special guests. Yes, all that is true. We're going to dive deep after reviewing, of course, the game against the Vikings and previewing not only the Bears-Washington game, but Illini Gophers with the fate of Big Ten West in front of them. Zerdog, thanks for listening. Yes! 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 Hello, Becky. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. 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 We are back. We're still allowed to talk on. This podcast, Zero Doinks, world's weirdest Bears podcast with the most handsome co-host I've ever seen. It's Dan Doinks, everybody. Give him a round of applause. A clap, 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 clap. Thank you so much, Bill. Your hair is popping tonight. Did you get a pre-race haircut or is this since the race? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very... yeah pre-cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you cut below the belt as well? Is that help in your running or... No. Uh, just my ankles only. Okay. <laughs> Are those pubes down there as well? Or just, I mean, that's what I was talking about, like right mm-hmm. directly below the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just a pube guy from waistline to uh, your big toe? Yeah. It's just it's just my feet for some reason. That's oh, how really? I was born. Okay. I, think it's, um, I think it's a Swedish thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> And shout out to our Swedish listeners. <laughs> what did you say? Was it last week that Kristen Doinks had a bit of something in her? What What was it? Do you yeah. recall? Yes. A bit of Welsh. Welsh. There we go. That's <laughs> yep. Listening back to that, I got a good chuckle out of, out of it. So, uh, well, I think if you're Welsh, it would have been up to your uh, calves. So you dodged a bullet there. So, But you look great, buddy. The hair looks great. That's that's oh, what I was getting at. Thanks, buddy. That means a lot coming from you. Your hair looks scrumptious. Uh, did you just get a fresh do? Yeah, last week. I also got a pre-marathon uh, run cut, mm-hmm. but I, I instead I just ate ate a bunch of food this weekend. So Awesome. But thank you. It's also falling out, so that also helps. That's God's haircut right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... Uh... Hmm. Not sure where to go with that. Um, I would like to segue awkwardly to two new sponsors we have, Dan. Oh. Um, one of which is not Duracell. So I'm not oh, sure what happened us? there. I don't know what oh. happened there. Uh, but I'd like to welcome uh, Vitamin Water. Oh. Uh, their slogan is Nourish Every You. Oh. So, wow. Are you, uh, you a big. Uh, vitamin water guy i think you are right i think i've seen you throw back uh, i'm not anti-vitamin water but yeah i'm okay with it it's a little less sugary than gatorade is that right i think so mm-hmm. what do they do for vibrators are we still talking vibrators or yeah it's a cleaning yeah. solution for vibrators from what i understand that's what lebron james told me okay oh that's you know can't argue with the king and I'd also like to uh, to welcome Kiriuma. 
Bless you. As as a sponsor. Ethics meets aesthetics. 15% off with code Spotify. I don't know. There's a picture of shoes. I don't know if oh. it's just a shoe brand, if it's pure fashion. Um, you might be wearing some right now and just not know it because I'm guessing Jordan Doings buys all your clothes. She spell that for me. Care is that like a person? Carry Yuma. One word. C like car. Maybe it's Kari Yuma. C a r i u m a. Oh, fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off. Well, I love it. Whatever it is, thank you for sponsoring. I don't know what what you are, but I love you. Uh, vibrators. Keep fifteen percent off vibrators and butt plugs. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. I love the new sponsors. I'd like to Beans know what happened to Duracell. Sort. Yeah. No, same. Same. If you represent Duracell and we need to have a talk, um, zerodoinks at gmail.com. Dan and I share one inbox if you catch my drift. <laughs> Two guys, one inbox. You get it oh, well taught. Baby. Well, uh, we did not do a post-game Vikings chitter-chatter, so let's get into that, Dan. On the other side of Kiriuma and or vitamin water. 15% off my balls. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, Bear Town. you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Boing, 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 boing. Ooh, baby, we are back. Bears, two and three now, dipping below the 500 line. Uh, they played Sunday. I did not watch it live. I were doing this Tuesday night. I watched it yesterday, Monday. Tried not to be biased by any um, recaps or anything like that. Dan, you were mid-flight and mid-other things, probably. Uh, I assume you watched the game at some point? Yep, I watched it today, actually, in okay. completion. I saw a little bit here and there. Yes, I was on a flight on the way back from Las Vegas. Uh, while the game was going on, uh, I saw the score when I, you know, 21 to 3 was like, and I think I texted you mid race. I said, Bears are getting their tits kicked in. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> sorry. But at watching it back, I mean, I thought eh, Justin looked better. Was that his best game of the year? I mean, he's he looked way more confident. Seemed to have a better feel for getting away from pressure. Lots of great runs. I thought I thought he he had his best game of the year, so I was not unhappy about that. Oh, I'm I'm in full agreement. I thought um, even in the first half when 
we're getting our ass kicked. It wasn't like his fault. <laughs> no, I, it was. It, I didn't feel too bad about it. And then, yeah, that last drive in the first half was fantastic. Looked like he was getting rid of the ball a lot quicker. Yes, uh, maybe not a lot quicker. Maybe that's just me wanting to see that. But it seemed it did. Yeah, he, it felt more in control. He had a couple bad balls, but you know, watch any game and if any quarterback, and that's going to happen. That's, um, yeah. I felt I came away from that game feeling I felt kind of amazing actually after yeah. watching that. I mean, well, what we talked about all year, right? Is the Bears are going to stink? So, kind of best case scenario is Justin Fields makes strides and we maybe don't win games we shouldn't win. I mean, obviously, we're rooting for them to win, and that game was very winnable. Vikings fans should be very concerned. Um, you're right, though. That first half, I wrote down one particular play. I think it was I think it was towards the end of the first half. He threw a ball to Mooney in the end zone, but Mooney, it seemed like he was slow to turn around. It yes. was a perfect ball, yes. perfect ball. And that really like solidified it for me. I was like, okay, he's figuring this out. He it's starting to click for him. And so like even his even the passes that are being dropped by Dante Pettis. Jesus Christ. Mostly. And I mean yeah. they I, I, I think he seems to be throwing it with a little bit more authority. And I I love it. I in general, when he runs the ball too, I mean we've talked about this before. He's like, it's, I don't know if it's just the long strides. He seems to be running so slow, but when he, it's in open space, right? It's like, he doesn't seem to be going that fast, but God, he's just running around dudes. So it's like, it's hard to gauge. It's a weird thing. Like, do you, th- it seemed the same yeah. to you? You're like, oh, totally. Yeah, it is. I think it's, I think it is the, the strides. He, he makes what, I assume our fast defenders look slow. It's the weirdest thing. It is. It's like an optical illusion when you watch it on that what would have been a 55-plus yard touchdown run outside of that illegal <laughs> block in the back. Yeah. Uh, which, a little ticky-tack, but what are you going to do? Is right in front of the ref, right in front of fields, really, too, right? Right. Um, so I, I can't kill the ref for that call. But that, that play in particular, it looked, he looked like he was floating. It was yeah, it was did. so awesome. Like his his runs look better than they did early this year too. I would say where before it was like he was kind of indecisive and didn't know when yep. to slide. Didn't you know and kind of looked like he got his ass kicked even when there was open field in front of him. Like he just yeah it he, he looked like a different dude on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know that his stats were. I don't know what he he, he didn't hit two hundred yards, did he? I, I think don't he was think. over two. Was he, he two? Was with the last drive, yeah. I don't. I don't know that that you know blows it out of the water stat wise if you're just looking in the box. But man, he looked a lot better. I mean, there's not a lot to say. I mean, I think he's still running for his life a little bit with that offensive line, especially. You know, the first opening drive looked looked pretty solid, but the <laughs> just maybe two through four, I don't know exactly, were were pretty rough, and a lot of that was just shitty offensive offensive line play. So, you know, Sam Mustafer that's just snapping it to him while he's walking up the what line, the like, get that guy out of my life, please. That guy's God. just brutal, just brutal. Yeah. So yeah, they they shoot themselves in the foot way too much. I think there's a graphic late in the first before their uh before their touchdown drive where i think their average yards to go on third down was like 9.7 going into oh, that so it's like geez. what the fuck 
And yeah, Monty Monty looked good um, for the most. He didn't get the ball much. He looked good. He just didn't. He didn't get a lot of opportunities. And I'm not sure that I totally disagree. I mean, we were just playing from behind for 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 the entire game. That it's not. I don't think I can put my finger on like a particular phase of the game where I'm like, just run the ball. I mean, I think there was there was even one questionable uh right right like in the third quarter there was, was a really third, cons- and, third yeah, and really three conservative was, call right but yeah the third and three yeah. and the mm-hmm. and fields obviously was able to get into space i mean why not let him throw and then make like one read and then run but that's when they decided to give it to monty and he didn't get the he didn't get the first down yep and then they had to they kicked a field goal i think that's when they took the lead 22 21 so the like and even that, I guess I could say that was kind of the one concerning Getsy call. I thought he called a much better game as well. You know, we, we said it too, the Velas Jones, why don't we get him involved? And look what he did coming in motion and that quick yeah. little, what do you call it? A little, little dump pass. What, what do we want to call that? I mean, that's, shovel that's, pass. Yeah. Right. And that, yeah. that was beautiful. That was perfect. Yeah. And it's about time we do that. Like that's get fields. Those, those cheap touchdowns and yards that like every other quarterback right. seems to get that we never do like that just that just gives them confidence i'm sure and all that stuff it's like i know i i, I came away very impressed with him i um how much of uh local bears beat media have you paid attention to over the last couple of days anything not really no i've not not been very well tapped in are you gonna read me a dan pompey article we'll see <laughs> uh, but I want to start with a couple like I haven't been aggravated with the media at all really this year uh, as you can tell by the lack of um, see me after classes it, th- they made no sense uh, yesterday and today when I was when I was listening I don't I don't understand what's going on they um, Molly and Haw this morning are they're besides them beside themselves about Bears fans who feel better after this game versus the Texans game, which I think you and I are both very much in that camp. Yeah. They don't understand how Bears fans feel good about a game that they lost. Even when, like, a, a, a listener called in and basically explained it to David Haw like he was three, and even, like, <laughs> quoted a David Haw column that he wrote after the Texans game, <laughs> where Haw said basically, you know, yeah, they won, but Fields looked like shit, so how good of a win was it? And today they were like, they lost, so how good of a game was it? It's like, what's the point of the season? And and so it's like they, they don't understand. Like they, they, they can't like have two similar thoughts in their head at the same time. And I was thinking about it too. It's like, okay, fine, let's play your game of wins and losses. Like that's the most important thing, Mully and Ha. Okay, they're two and three won both home games, lost all three games on the road that they were a combined 20-plus point underdog for. They yep. weren't favored in any of those road games. Right. And and they were in every one of them, even the Packers right. game. Right, right. And you've been saying since the preseason media that this is like the number 31 or 32 team in the league, the Bears. So were we supposed to win it? Were we supposed to win at Minnesota? <laughs> I don't, That's a good point. All right? I don't – I'm – I'm confused. Are we supposed to be mad at Smith Marset today? Are we supposed to be more mad at a guy that is probably not going to play much of this year and won't be on the roster next year? Like, I, 
I have no energy. I was sort of like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, I was more mad at his, um, at the illegal block in the back than him getting stripped, to be honest with you. I was mm. more annoyed with that. I would have liked uh, to have seen if Fields could have driven down the field and tied it up or, or won the game. But I didn't, I didn't leave that, like, I wasn't mad. I don't know why. I wanted him to win, but I wasn't mad. Are, am I an idiot? Do you feel differently about that? No, I think, yeah, I guess Molly and Ha, who, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't listen to them. They're insufferable. Yeah, they, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth, right? Like, we, we seem to, you and I seem to be very streamlined towards the thought that this is a throwaway year and all we need is for fields to play better. So, uh, but I, I will say I'm all, I am upset with Smith Marset. I mean, he's, that was like, he doesn't play much. <laughs> I mean, we have, we're so, so limited in talent that we're relying on Smith Marset, you know, the two minute, you know, the two minute drill or whatever, close to it, that that's a problem. That's a talent issue. Um, but he, he, he lost us the game. I would yeah. say like, if we're going to pin it on somebody, it's him because of two bonehead plays the block in the back i think was a little weak but why do that in general like know where you're at on the field and don't even give the ref an option to throw the flag there but um i mean he made him he made a huge mistake at the end of the game but it's maybe i'm maybe we're 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 along the same lines it's not the end of the world i mean we weren't supposed to win we were in it we had a comeback we seem to be a good halftime adjustment team which is awesome that's such a breath of fresh air from the Matt Nagy era of just Matt Nagy if we were down 21 to 3 I mean we would have lost by 50 we would have absolutely lost by 50 and Kirk Cousins would have been 30 for 30 thrown through the air so it's 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 hard I don't yeah the Texans game was a mess because if you actually watch the game you'd say like we probably should have lost that game justin fields looked terrible yeah this game is stink the texans stink stink. and we were supposed to win that game Mm -hmm. and and by a good margin Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to win this game on the road and justin fields looked better so i guess pick your poison to a certain extent but it's you can't say both both things and bears fans are and twitter are flip-floppers as well as we we all know but we're not getting paid for these takes but uh, we're, we're sticking we're sticking with it we've said it from the beginning it's just all about justin fields this yeah. year don't let him get hurt and let him let him figure it out and this was a a great improvement and who knows like if he becomes if he figures if he figures it out if he goes to 100 and figures all of it out we're gonna win games like that and maybe this year and, yeah. and that would be fucking awesome because his confidence would be through the roof he would make people around him better. Uh, I mean, I'll say it. I hate Cole Komet. I think he stinks. I, he had a couple great catches. I thought he looked good. So I think Justin Fields being better makes him better. And I'd love nothing more than eat shit on my Cole Komet stinks take. No, that'd be fine. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to feel stupid about about uh, being a co-creator of the Komet song. That would be, that'd be <laughs> great. I'd love to feel stupid about that. Um, before we get to... Other things about that about that game, you say Smith Marset. If you want to pin it on somebody, it's him. Definitely on the offensive side. I think defense lost that game in general. Yeah, probably. But but I I totally get what you're saying. 
if if this were next year and Smith Marset was on the team as like our fifth guy who happened to be in there, I would I think I would have been ripping my head off. I just think it's um because it's a rebuilding year, I think I've somehow convinced myself because because I'm an old man now. I, I never would have had this take, I think, like 10 years right. ago. There's no way. There's no way no. I would have been too meatball-y. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. Let me read you a little Dan Weederer, who likes to patronize Bears fans from time to time, as we've as we've talked about a lot on yep. the show. He said, um, some of the hyperbole being tossed around today on what the Bears offense accomplished Sunday is next level, like next, all caps, level, what would happen in the city if, say, a Bears QB completed his first 17 passes, threw for 210 plus and a half, and led four TD drives, including the game winner? Okay, Weeder. Um, What's he asking? I don't know what he's asking. Yeah, What's he well, asking? I think the way I'm taking it is we as Bears fans are overreacting to Fields' game in the second oh. half I think we're totally overreacting because we're positive about what we saw with our eyeballs and in a way I I took it as comparing what we're doing on offense to what we saw Kirk Cousins do in the first half as if that's our current comparison as if that's what we're trying to accomplish oh. right like <laughs> yeah. that's what it was that was the second paragraph that's what Cousins did by the way did he? Did Cousins really lead a game-winning drive? Like I don't know. They just kind of. It was a seventeen-play drive, mostly led by Dalvin Cook. So go fuck exactly. yourself, Dan Weeder. But um, <laughs> and and that was their only score in the second half. So let's not pat Kirk Cousins on the back for winning that game, right? Uh, but he just has a way. So that I just think he's a troll. He had one hundred and sixty replies to that last I saw. And people, and then and then he replied today to his own tweet and said, "For more context, uh, listen to the listen to my podcast with David Ha." Oh, I and could so not. I, thought, uh, so I could I, not. So imagine. I replied to that. No, yeah. no, I could. I can't imagine how awful that podcast oh, is. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. So I don't know. It's just like I don't like. I don't understand local Bears media picking fights with Bears fans who are actually trying to be more reasonable after five games in some ways and realistic Bears fans aren't unrealistic from what I can tell overall. Like we know we're not great. We acknowledge that fields look like shit early in the year. And he's actually like is incrementally improving in a new offense. Like, I think that's true. Yeah. And I think it's, what do you, what do you, yeah. It would. It's a media thing. It's a local media thing. It's oh, you Bears fans are never happy with anything. You're always fucking critical. And then the minute we're positive, it's like oh, you need to pump the brakes a little yeah, bit. You're an it's, idiot. It's yeah. like it's just just kind of how it how it is and how it's always going to be. And it's why I feel like most Bears fans don't respect the local beat writers. It's just you know, it's just how it goes. So. Yeah, Weeder, and I think he, I feel like he goes in these. I don't, I don't have any evidence of this. I feel like he goes in these waves of intentionally being a troll just for clicks. There's got to be, there's got to be a science to it. Like, is this when his in laws are in town? Is this, uh, 
when he's on his period. I don't know, but I feel like there's something that gets that gets under Dan's skin and he takes it out on Bears fans. And I think it's something in his personal life. Is it Coach K? Maybe it's Coach K related stuff. Is it uh well he's a U of I guy. He should be pretty happy these, day, these days. So I mean, you guys, he, you and him. He is not he is not acknowledged as a University of Illinois uh, <laughs> alum. I assume he got kicked out. Did okay. That's fair. So yeah, I would Bill what I'm saying is don't let Dan get to you, okay? I can't help it. <laughs> I, I wish I was better. I wish I was stronger. Can I read you a little Dan Pompey? Oh, absolutely not. But go for it. Thank you. He got my goat. And then we'll move on (laughs) from the media. But he got my goat. Damn it. He did. Just because I don't understand. I want to get inside his brain and understand. Are you serious? Are you serious? So let me me read you three quick nuggets that he had. And I I just, I want to see if I can get anything more out of you than I have the past few weeks. Because it's so confusing. Okay. Here's number one. The most impressive part of Fields' performance was his composure. But all quarterbacks ultimately are judged by whether they are winning games, scoring points, leading two-minute drives, making completions in the red zone, and converting third downs. Is he telling us to make a judgment call, or is he judging Fields? I don't Yeah. That seemed very open-ended. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he was trying to lead a two-minute drill, and Smith Marset made a bonehead play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He tried to rip off like a 55-yard touchdown run Mm -hmm. that was called back. Those were points. As we had had told, red zone. uh, Actually, I think we were still out of the red zone, and he made that beautiful pass to Mooney Mm -hmm. in the end zone. He didn't turn out. So Mm -hmm. it feels like Pompey is very much like uh, he's the type of guy who's like, I'm not saying. Some people are saying dot 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 is that mm-hmm. kind of what he's doing so he could yeah. never land on a take for someone to be like you were wrong dan he's like i didn't say that i was just asking the question yeah that's what he does in the he loves to troll his own not not troll like as in be a troll but he likes to to fish in his own pond of replies in the athletic oh, yeah. and his responses are very much like that like it's not really what i'm saying but yeah he's a, he's a line straddler um Let's see if let's see if either of these other two have an effect on you. So I think good observation there. It, it that that made no sense. Also, uh, do we keep stats of quarterbacks win loss record? I don't think we do. Do we? No. Otherwise, Mitch Trubisky is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, number two, the Bears twenty nine twenty two loss to the Vikings on Sunday was a game they could have won if in the off season. They had acquired a moderately talented, moderately priced wide receiver and a moderately talented, moderately priced cornerback in free agency. Name them, Dan. Yeah. Name Put em. names in there. Yeah. Christian you, you, Kirk? You, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. That's, me, you na- that's me saying it's it. No, that's me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Would we have won that game if we had Christian Kirk? Do you think? No, I don't think so. I think, I think there's... There's... Would we maybe have won if we had Brian uh, Pringle instead of Smith Marset? We might have. Oh yeah, right? Maybe we might maybe. have. There's your moderately priced yeah. wide receiver. That's a good call, right? Pringle. He's might hurt. Be that he's he's. I mean, is it is it the Bears' fault that he's hurt? 
Yeah. I don't understand. Once again, Dan, just keep it as vague as possible. Yeah. And the cornerback Some... thing. J- yeah. Did he forget Jalen Johnson was hurt? That <laughs> it's so <laughs> Vildora would have been the nickel, right? Yeah. Uh I don't know. I mean it's just it's silly. What? Some like, people it's... are saying if we had okay. a moderately priced Last receiver. one and then we gotta move on with our lives. I apologize, but this these have just been burrs in my saddle. Okay, last his last thought. When the opponent has a wide receiver playing the way Justin Jefferson is, the best way for the Bears to counter him is by throwing to Darnell Mooney. The Bears didn't do enough of that on Sunday. Wait, what? what? Justin? Okay. <laughs> Hold on help, a second. Help me out. Hold on help a me second. Out here. Okay. So, is the way that we defend Justin Jefferson is by throwing to Darnell Mooney? That's how that's how we counter it. Yeah, that's how that's how you counter what Justin Jefferson's doing to you. What happened to our moder- What happened to our moderately priced cornerback? I mean, is that now no longer yeah. in play? Mm-hmm. Is Darnell Mooney our moderately priced a cornerback? Should we have mm-hmm. put him against Justin Jefferson? That is, I think he's just writing stuff to just see who's actually reading it. And I think you might be the only one at this point, Bill. So I will tell you what I just told you about Dan Weeder. Don't let Dan Pompey get under your skin. Damn it. Maybe it's a problem like- with Dan's. Like, I feel like maybe I'm going to start getting under your skin here soon with my horrible takes as well and my rambling and lack of the English language. But. Mm-hmm. Don't let us dance. Only dance.com. Check it out. Don't don't let us get to you, Bill. That's just that's nonsense. That's just okay. nonsense. Okay. Can we just agree <laughs> that <laughs> I'm not gonna stop clicking on Dan Pompey? Yeah. Post game no. nuggets. Let's just acknowledge it. Can we also say I buried the lead today? Happy happy sausage day. Oh happy, yes, it's, it's isn't it Happy Sausage Day? It's National <laughs> Sausage Day. I just want to wish all of our listeners <laughs> Happy Sausage Day. What, what, what kind of sausages? What's your favorite sausage, Bill? Yours. Oh, <laughs> good old Irish sausage. Good old, good old. Oh, Irish. that's great. Not Northern Ireland sausage. That's no. Oh boy, go to hell. <laughs> Rory McIlroy. Is he it's from Northern right. Ireland? Sure is. He okay. Sure is. Um. Okay. Any other uh, any other thoughts on uh, Bears Vikings? Are we concerned? Should we be concerned about our defense, considering uh, you know, our, our head coach is a defensive guy? And, and yeah, all they that? St- or, yeah, our okay. defense stinks. I mean, that's not. That's not anything new, I wouldn't think. People seem to be very hard on Roquan Smith uh, after this week. I don't know that it's all on him. We don't really have much of a defensive line. Robert Quinn is practically irrelevant for the most part. I think Travis Gibson looks pretty good. He made a couple nice plays. I, I'd like to. I don't know what his snap count uh, was. It seems like he's not out there as much as he should. But I think he, I think he should be out there pretty much the entire the entire time our defense is on the field um what'd you think of the of going for two in the second half did you have a problem with that no no problem with it no problem with it 
because to me it flies in the face of my biggest fear about Eberflus is that he might be too conservative. So I, uh. I, I liked it in, in that regard. I love the fact that they want, they had an onside kick out of nowhere. Um, I just, I loved our special teams in general. I thought that's, that's how, that's how a well-coached team that's not talent enough stays in games. Right. Yeah. I, I, the, the two point, uh, felt just felt early. I don't think it was wrong. It just felt really early. I loved the onside kick. I loved it. They almost got it. Like, yeah, they really should have. Yeah. Yeah. And then is that when we? They didn't score off of it, Mm-mm. right? Am I? Is that is that the blocked field goal or is? Oh, yeah, that, that might have been. Ball. That might have been. Yeah. So no harm, no foul. I loved the onside kick. Yeah. Um. I have a one more random thought. The <laughs> This is Vikings related. Mm-hmm. Vikings ran two trick plays. The one where Justin Jefferson threw the ball across the field. Mm-hmm. And the other was a flea flicker, I believe, yep. from Dalvin Cook. Yep. Why on earth are the Vikings wasting trick plays on the Bears? I put it, I literally wrote that down. Did you? I said, that yes, is so I did. funny. I did. It was it was something to the effect of Vikings should be embarrassed. That they feel like they need to run trick plays against us right now to beat us. Right, it's, I, it's embarrassing. It's just weird. I, it's, it why is. are you putting that on tape for better teams that you're going to play? Like we know who we are. I I was laughing. I was like, this is outrageous. Like, why are we doing this? And I hope it never works for them again this year. Yeah, they're not great. I mean, it's it's and that's funny to say considering like yeah, if you're. You look at their halftime stats, and it looks like they were. What did Jefferson had like eight catches for 150 yards, and Cousins yeah. had very few incompletions. But the second you put pressure on Cousins, that dude fucking melts. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it's like the easiest read in football. That's that's why he gets his ass kicked against good teams that he typically has to play on Sunday and Monday night, so it's in front of everybody to enjoy. It's like that dude. Give him a little bit of time and he'll he'll pick you apart. But he's not scary. I'm no, just, he's he's just he's better than I've given him credit for the past few years overall. Like he is a better quarterback, but he's soft as fucking Charmin. He doesn't scare you. He just yeah. doesn't. He doesn't scare you as a Bears fan. I mean, I don't even know if it's the actual like pressure in his face that even throws him off. It's just the pressure of the game i mean when we cut the lead and and scored in the second half and it's, it became a, uh oh shit they're actually kind of close this at this moment that's when he started to throw terrible balls and it was yeah. it wasn't even with pressure on him so i he's he's just not scary at all you can't rely on him to win games thank god he is justin jefferson and adam Thielen and you know, Cook and that that even the bat that Madison guy is mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean, he's, he has talent around him. So, um, no, Vikings fans should should not be should not be uh, pumping themselves up. That's a it's not a good team. The whole no, division stinks. So. Oh my! God. We, I was thinking the same thing. You made the prediction. What if the Bears Bears win and then the other two teams lose and we're back in first? And I believe I said. Everyone in the national media will say, what a terrible division. That would be the, I, I was cracking up thinking about how close we were to that. And I'm disappointed that the bears lost, but that we wouldn't have seen the, the runoff by the national media going, Oh, this division stinks just because the bears are at the top and they yeah. would not be wrong. 
No, no, we would have admitted that. I would have been interested to know if then our local media would have been like <laughs> applauding the Bears because they happen to win as opposed to, I mean, it's just, it's such a fine line. We could not get off the field on third down that last Vikings drive. We do. We win that game, and we didn't really yeah. deserve to win it. But right. That's It's as simple as that. Like that's, Or, like you said, that last drive, Smith-Marset, if somebody better than Smith-Marset catches that ball and gets down or gets out of bounds or whatever, then we have 30-some yards to go to at least tie it up or maybe go for two again. I mean, who knows? Yeah. That would have been fun to see. But – I don't know. I I come away feeling way better about the Bears uh, really over the last two weeks, even the Giants game. I mean, Giants beat the Packers. Giants only lost one game. It's like, and we were in that game until the <laughs> yeah. last drive, too. It's like, I don't think they're great or anything, but I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel pretty good after five games. I do, too. I, you know, it's... I think it's better than what I expected at this point. And I guess you, after the Texans game, it would have felt I, – I wouldn't have said the same thing, but I, I'm feeling better. Do we need to uh, – before we move on, do we need to do Golden Cock? Oh, thank you. I'm glad you said that. Um, I don't know who was voted for shit. I got an easy winner. This is not – it's a slam dunk. Okay. You don't even have to give me nominees. I already got a winner. Go for it. Uh, it's you, Bill. You're the you're the golden cock recipient this week <laughs> for being a marathon champion. Just just landing outside of first place in the Chicago Marathon. Congratulations on your first golden cock. Oh, th- thanks, buddy. Yeah, I think I was only like three hours off the pace to to win it all. Do the <laughs> voice. Don't don't let yourself off the hook. Oh, thank you. What was that? <laughs> What was that? Oh my god! I think I was real emotional with receiving my first. I can't even. <laughs> what? He has, he has some unbelievable lung disease. <laughs> that was incredible. I didn't, I didn't, that, I didn't realize. I didn't know that hens were smokers. Oh my god! What a rough <laughs> weekend for the hen. It was terrible. Oh. It was terrible. I, I think, I don't think he passed. I, I did. Oh yeah, I see him in the corner of my basement right now. He's he's sleeping. He's sleeping. He, I don't know what happened. I don't think he's dead. Uh, thank Fair you, Dad. That's very okay. nice. I I I think I'm re- I'm recalling some of the nominees now, and I do. Yeah, I, my name was mentioned. That's hilarious. Uh, Justin Fields does deserve his first golden cock. I think. I think we got to give it Not, to him. Unfortunately, went up against you this weekend on Sunday. <laughs> so, sorry, Justin. Better luck next time. Better luck. Congrats, Bill. Thanks, buddy. Do it against Washington, and maybe you'll get your own yes. cock all by yourself. Speaking Ooh. of which, let's get into it, buddy. It's Redskins. Oh, my God. It's not Redskins oh, week. Canceled. Oh, You're canceled. damn it. Commander. I'm going to do that till the day I die. I think I just can't <laughs> get commanders in my head. It's Washington football week, Dan. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Clap my cheeks, Pablo.
Washington Football Week coming at you tomorrow night, probably with, by the time you're downloading this Thursday night game. That's going to be exciting. Uh, Dan said something about not really sure where he would have had the Bears at this point in the year, kind of something like that. I looked back at some notes. Dan had the Bears at two and three going into week six. So Ooh. congratulations, buddy. Where did you have the Bears? Uh, four and one. <laughs> <laughs> close. Real close. I mean, not that far off. A couple actually. bounces here and there. Yeah. Not too far, but, but uh, uh, yeah. Good. So I wanted, I wanted to, you know, you gave me your cock. I wanted to give me, <laughs> I want to give me, I want to give you some credit here. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, Dan. Too many hams. Thanks, hams, for being a sponsor <laughs> along with vitamin water and, um, Come on me. What is it called? Come on me. I don't remember. Shit. Car. Carvana. It was Carvana, Mm. right? Yeah. Thank you for your cars. 15% off. Mm -hmm. A Mazda Miata. 1998 Mazda Miata at Carvana. Come and get it at CarmaniCarvana.com. Beautiful. Backslash zero doinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, warning, do not open that link at work. Speaking of Irish sausages. <laughs> Dan, I assume you might have done a little bit of research going into this uh, short week. Uh, and, and it's a new team, I think, since zero doinks started. So this ought to be excite. I think technically we have done this before. We'll run. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Not the commanders, but the R words that you said in the last segment. But here we go. We'll get to it. Thursday night, 7.20 p.m. on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Is that 7.20? That feels right. Sure. You and I will be there along with two other friends, so that's neat. 3% chance of rain, Bill. How do you feel about 3%? Pretty good. I like our odds. I I like like our our odds a lot of being dry. We have a low of 37 degrees, so bundle up, buddy. Winds west at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Still don't know if that's significant or not. Doesn't feel like it. Nah. All right. Yeah. Oh, boy. That one came from my toes where my pubes are at. Okay. Commanders lead the all-time series 26-24-1. and Do you think they should reset the uh, all-time record? Because they change your name? It's hmm. a great question. Maybe after this year, since they're so dreadful. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the last game, Bill, was uh, September 23rd, 2019. This is the last game against wow. Washington. Monday Night Football, I believe you were living in a hotel. Mm-hmm. We did zero doinks from said hotel. Tim, we talked to Tim Doinks that night, right? We did. We did. Billy- I feel like we referenced this recently, like maybe last week or the week before. Yeah, we were on Hardscape outside that hotel. Hardscape. There we go. There it is. Bears win 31-15. Bears score 28 in the first half. Uh, After no passing touchdowns in the first two games, Mitch throws three to Taylor Gabriel in the second quarter alone. Ha-ha Clinton Dix with two interceptions, including a pick six. And Case Keenum was the quarterback for Washington. He had 331 yards passing, uh, but three interceptions. So that was rough. Any other thoughts on that game, Bill? That was a fun night. We were. Uh, that was fun. We were, pre- we were pretty drunk. Yeah, if I recall. 
and yeah, pretty mouthy in the lobby. Uh, there was a huge TV we were watching it on, and <laughs> some random lady that was uh, visiting. I assume it's a, it's a hotel. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was that was lots of fun. That was random. Why didn't we go to a bar? Don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I was... assume because it was easier to to do post game doinks from from. I I assume. It was just a technical decision that had to have been had to have been. I did. It was a great. It was a great decision. All right, let's move on to the next game here. Um, So Grimace uh, first appeared uh, in our world in November of 1971, Bill. So I wanted to do the first time Grimace was alive to see a Bears Washington game. And another random Grimace fact in 1977, uh, McDonald's released the first known family member to grimace he was a kindly uncle coming every march to sell shamrock shakes and his name was uncle O'Grimacy. did you just make that up nope was he was he green i didn't see a picture it was just noted over the uh, some some website had the history of Grimace, and that one caught my eye. Uncle O'Grimacy. Hmm. So is Grimace his last name? I I guess I didn't look that up. Yeah. What would his first name be, do you think? Randy? <laughs> be. That's so how he makes he be... us feel. Yeah. Well, why would he be Grimace and his uncle is Uncle O'Grimacy? Yeah. Did he have to drop the O when he came over here from Ireland and to get work at McDonald's? It seems kind of racist against Irish, too. Here's, oh, here's Uncle O'Grimacy. It's shamrock time here oh. in, in March. Flinging oh. shakes, you fat purple bastard. <laughs> Start dancing. Dance for me, O'Grimacy. Dance. You want some potatoes? We, I'm probably not helping the cause there. Sorry, Darren. No. I'd like, I'd like to see a, uh, I want to see a family tree of I the do Grimace too. family. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll do a little more uh, research. Sorry, okay. I didn't do more of it Thanks. today. It's in the middle of my work day. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this first Washington Bears uh, game after Grimace's birth was November 14th, 1971 in Chicago. Bears win 16-15. to 15. The game featured eight straight field goals between the two teams. And the lone touchdown was a 40-yard run by Cyril Pinder. Uh, it said the extra point after that run was a Dick Butkus pass. Uh, Dick Butkus received a pass from Bobby Douglas. Only one point, though. Is that how it? Is that how it was? Just I think it was a. I feel like there's a video of this of Butkus receiving like a botched extra point. And then he like hands the ball to the defender, who like slaps it out of his hands in anger. <laughs> oh, it's like on the Budkiss like highlight reel. Okay, of, of him just being a dick. It sounds awesome. But, but has it always been one point? Like, could you run a fake extra point? I don't know why you would do that, but yeah, for one, I yeah, I don't know. I know, I know they changed it because college had it, but. How long has college had a two-point conversion, right? I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. I guess somebody's sliding to our DMs. Yeah. Uh, the two-point conversion in NFL is not that old, right? No. Probably 
like the 90s maybe even or, yeah right maybe so I just I don't know that put my brain in a pretzel and they were saying the extra point was a Bobby Douglas to butt kiss pass. I was like, how wait, that math doesn't add up, but mm-hmm. I'm also an idiot. So it reminds me of a caller from last week into uh Chicago sports radio saying that Bobby Douglas is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. <laughs> it was one Ooh. of those weeks for, for Bears yeah, the, the olds came out and a lot of weird comparisons that yeah they probably have a problem with uh the fact that justin fields doesn't look like bobby douglas yeah exactly mm-hmm. i i feel like a lot of what i heard is bobby like i've never seen bobby douglas throw a pass except maybe he was a guy who threw it in the one butkus highlight i thought by all accounts he st- he was bad mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah, good he had pretty he had pretty good stats i think but for horrible teams yeah that yeah, I think, yeah, I think he sucked, and he was he was mobile. He was like one of the first mobile quarterbacks. Okay, but Jesus Christ, yeah, what a yeah. what a pathetic Mitch, franchise. Maybe. Ugh, maybe gross. Do you think like twenty years from now, uh, Bears fans will still be like they'll compare their new quarterback to Mitch? Like, oh, Mitch was better than this guy. Oh, There's gonna be. He's left a lasting impression on Bears fans. Yeah, that will carry on forever of defenders that makes it makes no sense. I hope not. Hopefully, Fields wipes away all that shit where we never have to think of Mitch again. Oh, I don't know why we're still thinking of him. He just got benched in Pittsburgh to a third round quarterback. I don't think he was third round. Was he? He wasn't first round, right? I mean, I tiny know, I hands, Kenny Pickett on a really bad team as well. So, oof, oof, woof, woof. Um, all right, let's move on to the coaching staff for the Commanders. Head coach Ron Rivera, an old friend of ours, he's in a bit of hot water this week for throwing Wentz under the bus, right? <laughs> what do yeah. you say? Like, basically said everyone in the division has a good quarterback except for us. Is that the gist of it? Yeah. And he really didn't back off it. I think like, he was given the opportunity the next day by like their version of Jeff Joniak. And he didn't really, oh, I think he was oh, like, boy. he's like, I like Wentz, but it was very, it was awesome. Like that's a little <laughs> too honest. Stop it, Ron. That's, yeah. that's really mean. It's Riverboat Ron. Yeah. Once he's gambling with his own career here. Uh, he's been the commander's head coach since 2020. He's 98, 86 and one all time as a head coach. So not terrible. I know he had that one good run with the Panthers. They were pretty competitive. Uh, the first line in his personal life section of Wikipedia, it says, uh, Rivera is a Catholic. So once again, Wikipedia just really wants to hammer home the point that there's a lot of Christians involved in football yeah do we have to do a little deep dive into whoever runs wikipedia and see i don't know what's going on here it's very strange very strange Um, people run it the people can edit it yeah until that gets wiped away when you make (laughs) you know an obviously very accurate edition of coach cuse and into every movie (laughs) that you've ever watched um Ron, Ron's probably on his way out, right? Like this feels short-lived for him. 
Well, yeah, and you wonder if that was part of his honesty this week. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Get I don't want to work for here. Dan Snyder anymore. Not Spoiler alert, that's the owner. Dan's probably getting to him. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. buddy. Oh, God. If you listen to this very obscure podcast, there's a good chance that you know that Dan Snyder is the owner of the Washington Commanders, right? I mean. I would hope so. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, defensive coordinator is Jack Del Rio. Everyone knows uh, Del Rio in Spanish means storm the capital. Um, So he was obviously previously head coach for the Jags and the Raiders. 94-97 all time as a head coach. So kind of a trash head coach in general. That's a lot of games. A lot of games. I always felt like he was better suited for college. He looks like a college coach to me. I don't know why. I don't think he ever did, though. I think he's always just been hanging around the NFL, talking about, uh, you know, people overthrowing the, the government. So, Yeah, he sees, he sees their point of view. Yeah, he does. Donate to my super PAC. <laughs> exactly. There's good guys and bad guys on both sides. Is that what he says? Something like that for racist. That was... Something like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinator is Scott Turner, who's the son of Norv Turner. Uh, he got his first NFL coaching gig under Rivera and Carolina as a quality control coach in 2011. Norv Turner was a Washington head coach for a mm-hmm. while, correct? I yeah. thought they hated his guts. Am I remembering that wrong? They must have just found him unappealing to their eyes because he looked like he got hit with a bag of nickels, right? Yeah. A little bit, like little Mark McGuire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got – is that acne-related? What's what's happening there? I guess there? so. I mean, we all, we all went through that part of our life. Oh, big so time. I'm not judging. He just – yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to him oh. and the lead singer of Metallica. Yeah. Hetfield, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Sounds okay. right. Um. Yeah, Scott Turner, not much else on him. It probably stinks. The tight end coach is Juan Castillo. It's his first year with Washington. Obviously, Bears O-line coach from 2020 to 2021. Tight end coach. I hate the staff so much. (laughs) It's not great. It's not great, buddy. Uh, It's not going to get a lot better. I'll just tell you that. The (laughs) The assistant quarterback coach is Luke Del Rio. Wonder what? where he's where wonder where he stands on the uh, storm the capital. Uh Dan, you're making this up. There's no, no Luke, Luke Del Rio. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Probably goes full name's probably Lucas, but I they call him Luke Del Rio. He played quarterback at Florida, uh, but before that he walked on at Alabama, then transferred to Oregon State. So three different colleges for Lukey Boy. Um in 2019, 2019, not that long ago. He coached tight ends at Santa Margarita High School, location unknown. And then in 2020, he joined the, the almost said the R word, joined the commanders as qual, as a quality control coach. Must be nice to be a coach's son, right? God. That is totally, that is Clinton Clay Kubiak. And yeah, Clint. What, what's the other son? Clint? Clint. Yeah. Clint Kubiak. Yeah. Clint Kubiak, yeah. Must be nice, am I right? Jesus I mean, Christ. I mean, we we're surprised that Washington stinks. They're just hiring kids uh, like freshly out of college who 
uh, played quarterback and coaching tight ends at Santa Margarita High School, which sounds delicious. And now he's just coaching the NFL. You can't do better than that. I feel like you can. What is his title for Washington? He's a quality control coach, okay. so it's not a it's not a big big thing, but still, get him still, out of there. Get him out of there. That feels like a gig for somebody who like actually played in the NFL. Maybe I don't know. I never understood that quality control. Uh, let's move on. The DB coach is Chris Harris, former Bears safety. Uh, I was a little surprised. I thought Chris Harris played with the Bears for a, like a long period of time. I think he played mostly with Carolina. That was his longest stint, but he played with the Bears from 05 to 06 before we traded him for a fifth-round pick. Why did we do that? Why did we do that? I don't know. I don't know. That, so Lovey, Lovey must have hated him for some reason. Yeah, but uh, maybe. Then, then he was traded back to the Bears in 2010. For I think it's linebacker Jamar Williams. Okay. Don't remember him. Do you remember him? I think he was short and stout. That's, that's okay. what I remember about him, yeah. All right. Uh, in 2010, though, he had five interceptions. It says he was all pro. Was he an all pro wow. safety in 2010? Maybe he was like a second team or something. Hmm. Uh, but then the Bears released him in 2011. So he was only with the Bears with for them. Four seasons, isn't that weird? God, I'm, I'm weird. totally with you. It, I would have guessed like at least six. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Weird, real but he weird. Played for Rivera at uh, Carolina, right? Is that Carolina. the connection? Exactly. And, and with the Bears, is yeah, when he was D coordinator. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, he was Bears uh, defensive quality control coach. Makes sense. Ex NFL guy from 2013 to 2014. So would that have been Fox? No. Is that Trussman? That might have been Trussman. Weird. Very weird. But I always like Chris Harris. Seemed like a good good yeah. ball player. Uh, the assistant linebacker coach is Vincent Rivera. He's the nephew of Ron. I have no other info on him. He doesn't seem to have any playing uh, or coaching experience of note. So it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, okay, last one here is the D-line coach. His name is Jeff Zagonia. Zagonia, I don't know if I'm saying that right. He went to. He's from Mundelein. He went to Carmel High School, then to Purdue. Played in the NFL for seven different teams from 93 to 2009. So he was in the league for a long time. In the personal life section of Wikipedia, it says Zagonia is of Polish descent. He has performed in dog shows since 2014. He, he personally, like he got shaved and he's <laughs> That's the thought I had. That's the thought I had. Is, is he the one who's on all fours rolling around going through that weird tube and doing agility drills? But it's unclear, Bill. And I wasn't about to dig deeper in that one. But I like that was literally the, his whole personal life section I just read to you. No other I'm context. Shocked that it didn't say that he's Catholic. Stunned. Stunned. I couldn't fully commit. He is Polish, though. He's of Polish descent. Okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, he looks like a giant meathead. He looks scary in his in his uh, team photo. So that's all familiar I got. Your name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It did seem familiar. He's a local-ish guy as well. So that's kind of cool. 
Oops, sorry. Uh, the, the, all right, so let's move on to the ownership is Bill Spoiled, co-owner and co-CEO now, Dan Snyder. Uh, he shares both of those titles with his wife, Tanya Snyder. I didn't really know, know where to go with, with the Snyders. I mean, they're just all around scumbag people of the earth, and they're terrible, and everyone hates them, and he should be forced to sell his team. So uh, it, he's gotten in, like, every kind of trouble there can be, like like, like sexual harassment in the workplace. I think he got into some tax issues with the IRS. They even found that he wasn't properly splitting funds with the NFL. Like, why are they? Why don't they just kick him out? Like, yeah, is he, is he still like hiding on that boat in international seas so he doesn't have to get deposed? I don't know. I don't know. He's just a ho- horrible person. All yeah, is that true? Can, does he not go to games anymore? I mean, I feel I like he know. can't go to games. Everyone hates him. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what happened after. After that, I don't know if it was Florio who had that story or whatever, that he's just floating out there in his yacht, just uh, <laughs> just avoiding responsibility. I, I'm not sure if he's I'm not either. If he's back on land. I don't know. I don't either. What a scumbag. I mean, yeah. there's lit, like, I mean, there are people that are ma- at ma- like, who, what's another owner that people like Jerry Jones? I guess not everybody hates Jerry Jones, but. Who's a who's an owner that there's not an owner that's more universally hated than him? Yeah, it would have been uh, Donald Sterling, Sterling. With the Clippers, right? Like, yep. yeah, NFL. I'm not sure there's an equivalent. Yeah, no. Jones just makes people feel weird, but <laughs> you know, I don't think. And he's by a by little. all accounts, that's and that stadium's supposed to be horrendous. Yeah, I think they're notorious for like leaking sewage now these days on their fans, and they're just it's just an all i feel bad for washington fans they were they were red hot in the 90s i mean they're they're so many good yeah. teams and they just i don't know he didn't own the teams he's not old enough to i don't think to to have owned them back so. then it's been a long time though but yeah i don't yeah gross just gross all around super gross get him out of uh, here get him out of here uh the they have a team president jason wright uh, I thought I had notes on him. I didn't. He's fairly new. He's an ex-player, right? I, I believe he is. Don't know. All right. The general manager is a guy named Martin Mayhew. It's his second year with the team. He was the Lions GM from 2008 mm-hmm. to 2015. Uh, he played in the NFL as a cornerback from 1988 to 96. Um, I think that's definitely what you want to do is be you know, go ahead and grab the GM of the Lions over a run where they were horrendous. You you got to do it. You got to do it. So Those guys don't grow on trees. They don't. You know? They do not. Is that the? That's not the run. Who is the GM? Um, similar name, May, Maylock, or who's the guy who couldn't couldn't stop taking wide receivers? Troubled wide receivers. Was Mayock, Mike Mayock for the Raiders? Mike Mayock, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he Wasn't he the one who just couldn't stop taking wide receivers in the first round? Yeah. I, oh, was he? Oh, uh, Matt Mellon. Matt Mellon. Mellon. Thank yes. you. Thank yes, you. Yes, That's yes. who I'm thinking of. He finally landed one in, in Calvin Jets, and then he, like, retires after seven years. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they do. That's what they do. You have a Hall of Fame player in Detroit, and they just retire young because mm-hmm. they'd rather just kill. They'd rather kill them career selves 
than mm-hmm. actually carry on. So, um, all right. Another name, last name here that you may notice director of pro personnel is Chris Polian, the son of mm-hmm. Bill. A lot of Polians floating around yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, just looking at his history, it looks like he rode daddy's coattails real hard in Indy. Just, just daddy, give me a job, daddy. Daddy, I, I'm broke. I don't have any money. Make me assistant GM. Make me a vice president of player personnel, daddy. I know we got the same last name. And my last, our last name looks like pollen. It always makes me think of having seasonal allergies. Come on, daddy. Let me, let me just work for you. I'll get you coffee. And then we'll go to St. Elmo's and tell Peyton Manning we want to kiss him on the forehead. I'm Chris Polian. There's Grimace in the corner. I think I think I see his uncle Oh Grimace there too. He's offering me all sorts of weird green things leaking out between his legs. Oh, Uncle O Grimacy. You're kinda like the, the side character of Grimace who's more popular like me with my daddy. Let's make love. I I think I'd watch that movie if it were available. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, how much would you pay for it? That's I mean, the real I don't think I'd stop at $100. <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. Yeah. I I'd probably go to like 1200 to yeah, watch I, that. I know my first thought was 500 that felt too light. Yeah. Mhm. 1500 but I get a copy of it. And 1700 and I get copyright ownership of it. 2100 and I star in the sequel. <laughs> Walk me through the sequel. It's just the two of them and you. <laughs> just Yeah. They they get to cover me in all sorts of shake-like dairy products. Just grimace. It's just it. Do you have like a go-to food? Like, you know, there's a Hamburglar. Obviously, we know what that's all about. Like, yeah, we need to know more about Grim. I I never right. understood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It felt like lazy, like real <laughs> lazy uh, character creation, right? Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're right. We got the Hamburglar. We got Ronald. Was there a fry guy as well? I feel like well, there's was, a fry guy. Yeah. I feel like was Ronald the fry guy kinda or just the creep? Oh, <laughs> oh I think he was just the leader of the group in some yeah. fashion. But then they're like, it feels like we're missing something. We need one more guy. And they're like, mm. Mm, how about this big fat blob? It's kind of a reflection of our character of our customers. <laughs> what do we gonna call him? It's just kind of sad, dumpy guy. Let's just call him Grimace. Mm-hmm. Just gross. What's this gross and grim? Grim Reaper's coming for him. Grimace. Mm -hmm. What what does he do? He's just there, man. He's just there. He's just there. Watching watching you when you don't want to be watched. That's Grimace. Weren't like his hands, like, I know we're not not filming this one, but like just kind of connected to his chest without arms, kind of? T-Rex? Yeah, it did feel like, you know, I'm just, let's just, Let's just cut to it. I'm going to pull up a picture of Grimace. Um, yeah, it felt like they were like way too uh, 
too far in front of him. Okay, I'm, I'm going back to my, the website where I found this. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's grimacefans.weebly.com. Oh. Grimace Official Fan Club. What makes it official? Holy shit, they've oh, had Can we 1,700 views. Well, they've had like five more today. Home Theories. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, th- this has not been updated since 2017. Yeah, his arms are very much in front of him. Like his, <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're right. They're just sort of like, yeah. He kind of looks like he wants to give you a hug, but it's going to be very. Does he have, does he have wrists? <laughs> um, let me, let me, uh, Oh man! Oh, they had to shut down the website for some personal issues. <laughs> what? Oh, it's it's whoa whoa whoa! There's a grimace with four arms on here. Okay. Like well, let's let's fiction? let's let me yeah. let me dig we'll into this a bit more. Okay. I'll I'll we'll do a we'll do grimace talk next time. So sorry okay. for wasting everyone's time while I looked at a website. Um. Okay, Bill, there are two Illini on this roster, neither on the active roster. The, one of them's on the injured reserve. He's a linebacker. Mm, Do you want to guess? Um, yes. Um, uh, Eifler. Do you look these up no. just to mess with me? No. Nope. God damn, you're good. If you get this next one, he's on the practice squad. Can you give me a position? It says he's... Uh, I think he's a D lineman. Ah, shoot. Is it Fred Smoot? Is he still around? Fred Smoot? The oh, no, cornerback? Smoot. No, they had a different Smoot. Sorry. Wasn't, this, wasn't that the Dwayne guy on the Smoot? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, sorry. No. I, got, I got my Smoots confused. Uh, it's Christian Delario. Delaro? Oh. Offensive Is he a D lineman? lineman? I think. Oh, I think all offensive lineman. lineman. Okay, wow. well, that one's on me. Sorry still kicking around that's amazing you know what's weird he's listed on the practice squad and he's listed as number 64 w what's that and then there's another number 64 on the practice squad 64 w never seen that before does that mean like waiver like waiver wire or makes Uh no sense i don't know i I can't believe he's still getting a paycheck good for him that's awesome yeah yeah well, thank you. Uh, there's, yeah, there's one Co- second-year cornerback Benjamin St. Juiced, big, tall cornerback. He's he's okay. I always thought he was kind of overrated in Minnesota, but okay. uh, all right, buddy. That's all I got for Commanders and uh, Grimace talk. All right. Well, we'll we'll get into our thoughts about the game and what Vegas thinks here in a couple of a uh, couple segments, but. Let's give the audience what they want with Bears Fantasy Corner coming up oh, next. You got it coming up right now. Slap my Ooh. cheeks, Grimace. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Do not, do not, do not, do not. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This is zero doinks. 
All right, it's Bears Fantasy Corner. Um, Bill, before we get there, though, we're, we did some grimace talk, and I just had a thought. Um, I have I have a, a buddy who works for corporate McDonald's, and he some usually when I'm drunk, I ask him a bunch of McDonald's-related questions, not a lot that are related to get grimace, but now that I'm thinking, Mc, did you know McDonald's has a full-time historian? He's a McDonald's historian, and that's all he does is keep records and like makes appearances to talk about past McDonald's shit. I'm going to see if he can get me in touch with this historian and I can just ask Grimace questions. What do you think about that? I like your odds because, like, what does this guy really do on a daily basis? Exactly. Right? It can't yeah. be much. No. It cannot would, be much. I'm sure he would invite your your phone call. This is this is great news. My only, pro- my only issue is how do I... M- <laughs> my concern is that I get through to this historian and once he digs into why i'm asking grimace questions most of them are of a sexual nature mm-hmm. uh, of our past comments so i feel like that may be met with some resistance well i think yeah i think you you make a grimace hamburger if you will right I... you you start with the you're calling about the ray cook story right they made a uh-huh. movie about it he's a local guy from Oak Brook, maybe? Oak Park? I don't even remember. Displains, I believe. Oh, oh, John Wayne Gacy. And then (laughs) squeeze all of your grimace questions in the middle. And then you top it off on the bottom piece of that bun. I don't know. I don't know what that would be. You got to ask about the clown, right? At that point. Yeah, as a displays guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Thanks. I think I can get away with it. Yeah, I, I, under yeah, the I guess guise I was... of a Ray, a Ray Cook stan. Okay, I just wasn't sure if I just am up front with it. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm a pervert. I made a couple. I am on a podcast. It's the Chicago Bears podcast. We may have made jokes about Grimace sitting in the corner. Uh, well, while our our local sharp has sex and he, he bounces up and down and says boing first question does he say boing when he bounces and second question is he into watching people fuck first i think we got to figure it out is there is there any uh, photographic evidence of his genitalia yeah i think exactly gotta... he hasn't seen that in years would it be under right yeah would it be like where is it <laughs> Well, since I'm confused where his arms go, like his his arms are too close together, like kind of like on his chest, I feel like his genitalia is jammed too far back up towards his backside. Are we sure it's a guy? No. Right? Not sure. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Another question. I should be writing these down. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll see what I can do. I will. I'll this see is what great I can do. news. All this right. is this this friend of yours better not let you down. I know, I know. I just also don't want to get him in trouble at work uh, if I'm connected to the because I assume the historian rolls right up into the top to is maybe on the executive team. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get my buddy in trouble. So we'll workshop this a little bit. Was just we'll make this happen. It's probably one of the many promises I've made and then just didn't follow through on. But I'll I'll give it a shot this time. Okay. 
All right, Bill, Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Grimace and his genitalia and John Lithgow. Uh, okay, Bill, you had Velas Jones Jr. last week. He obviously scored a touchdown. I had Dante Pettis, who has uh, absolute tennis rackets for hands. Velas uh, <laughs> had seven points. Pettis had zero. He did have two drops. He had more drops in fantasy points, so that's cool. Uh, so, Bill, you're 3-1-1 one, and one on the year. Make it, take it, rules. Give it to me, buddy. All right, Thursday night, home, not that windy, 3% chance of rain. That's when the running game gets called on. I think fields look too good for Getsy to want to double down. So you got to go with somebody in the backfield that we've yet to touch this year, so to speak, as a fantasy corner segmenteers. <laughs> it's like being a musketeer, except with bigger penises. I'm going to go with... Trenton, no, Tristan Ebner. Ebner. I'm going with Ebner. I'm not sure if he okay. played on Sunday. I'm going with him. Is he healthy? Doesn't matter. I'm going with him. He will play. He will succeed. He will get one carry for two yards and uh, fortunately will not be returning kicks anymore. Trent Reznor is my pick. <laughs> Dan, That's how about perfect. you? Um. Do we retire the Velas uh, pick now? That this is kind that, of a big moment. That I'm glad. That, thank God you I won first. this week. Thank God. Abner, huh? I think I can win with Velas this week. He seems to be getting more involved in the office. I'm just gonna go with Velas. He's great. He looked sexy on that run. He actually that was a nice run after receiving the ball. Like he got his newts into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Velas Jones is all the way back. Probably will return three kicks that place to be electric we're gonna see it with our own eyeballs um i like felix jones jr let's just go with that it, it's so before we jump into uh the performers this week i don't know if you saw travis kelsey's line last night he had i think it was seven catches for 25 yards and four touchdowns i immediately thought that's like the joke those are like the joke stats that we give when we give some of our picks like Oh, this guy's gonna have four yards and four touchdowns. It was it felt very much like that. I mean, seven catches is significant, but twenty-five yards. Holy shit. That's weird. That's weird. I love it. Yeah. That was a that was a weird game. I know we didn't touch on any other games <laughs> as we tend to do, which is fine. But yeah, that was uh good for him. He's pretty much unstoppable in the red zone like he yeah he like turns into a ghost and cannot be brought down you don't know yeah and you know it's coming too you still can't stop it they're awesome sports radio today by the way excuse me i have so many hams burps Mm -hmm. talking once again are you upset that we don't are you still upset that we don't have mahomes like when do we retire that like I mean, I, I've never felt bad about that because I wanted Deshaun Watson. Bingo. So, but even so, like, come on. Like, Andy Reid's a big reason why he is who he is. And sp- let's just stop yeah. talking about that. How could we still be talking about that? He was not on anybody's radar in Chicago as an option. Not no. one person. So, shut up. Shut up. Shut up, indeed. Um, all right, let's talk about the top performers this week presented by John Lithgow and 
Bigfoot, uh, Harry and the Henderson getting blown in Tacoma. Do you want to guess the top performers this week, Bill? Um, non-quarterback wise, I have a feeling that somebody that's going to be it's going to be hard for you to talk about is in the top three. It's Uh, bad for it's bad for my brand (laughs) for sure. Uh, no, I I I honestly don't really know what happened outside of that and the base. Uh, well, Josh Allen was first with 45 fantasy points. Mahomes had 42 fantasy points. Uh, Taysom Hill was third with 36 fantasy points. Like I said, oh. very bad, very bad he for was, my brain. He so was it, top. Not even in a, a non-quarterback category. He's number three overall. Number wow. three. Was he playing quarterback? I didn't see any of it. Or was like, how did he I, score so many times? I don't know. I think he, I don't know. I know that, uh. Pat Doinks sent sent an email to Sean Doinks, Jack Doinks, and I, like trying to get Sean all riled up that that he's technically a tight end but only plays tight end like fifty percent of the time and never gets a reception from there. Yep. And Sean was like, uh, "I'm not upset." Is what it is. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me? No big <laughs> deal. I'm not mad about it. It was great. Is he still on your squad, Taysom Hill? Yeah. So yeah, we we uh, we caught him a couple weeks ago, and then Irv Smith has not been doing it. So picked him up going into this week and started him. So fluke fluke performance. Yeah, lucky bastard. He still stinks. Yeah, he does. Um, It's terrible. I so I mentioned I was I was in Vegas this weekend, and Notre Dame was playing BYU out there this past weekend. I can attest, BYU fans are real soft and not to say Notre Dame fans are not either it was just a complete nerd off of fans out there uh, but there were I don't feel bad about shitting on BYU I'll just say that did you ask anybody uh, about soaking no not that I'm not that I recall I don't think so where'd you stay <laughs> did you stay at Circus Circus yeah I stayed at John Wayne Gacy I got the John Wayne Gacy suite Circus, circus! I got murdered. I'm the ghost of Dan. You look good. I stayed at the Wind Bell. Oh. If you're familiar, mm-hmm. it's a little too. Uh, 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 I'll just say, work paid for it. It was a work trip. I'm not paying for the fucking win rates. Mm-hmm. Um, a little too bougie for me. I'll yeah. just say that. I need my I need my hotel casino with a little bit more. Uh, a little more uh, grime in it, a little more mm-hmm. grimus. <laughs> I needed to be a little dirty. I've not been to Vegas in a number of years. Holy shit, has it gotten expensive to gamble there? Specifically, the win. Yeah, there were every table hundred dollar minimum what? on Are Friday, Friday and me? Saturday night. Holy nope, shit. and then half the tables were five hundred dollar minimum. Oh my god, <laughs> I was I was stunned, and so. I had to venture to other casinos to do normal people gambling, which which made me go to uh, the Paris, yes, and also Planet Hollywood, and the Link. The Link I had never. Oh, it's yeah. been so long. I was at the Link. I've, I've never been there before. Those are the place. Those are my people. Like a lot of white trash, gross dirtbag people. A lot of a lot of folks smoking weed outside of those casinos. That's where I belong. Not at the stuff you win. So, 
That that's is, been Vegas nice. talk. Yeah, it's Vegas talk. Yeah, the only time I've stayed there was also a work trip, and man, those the rooms are unbelievable. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, and that casino floor is just yeah, it's not for me either. And I was there the day that the world shut down when I flew oh, home. That, nice. that day, that oh. was it was weird. The cabbie on the way way home was or the way to the um, airport was like, well. It's probably the last time you're going to be in Vegas for a while. Uh, we're supposed to have the draft, and I'm going to predict it's not going to happen. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what are you? And then, yeah. uh, you know. Then he was right. Things got weird. He was right on the money. Pun intended. That, yes. uh, no, I love Vegas. It had been too long, and I it got the juices flowing. Uh, the, the the sports book at the win, I spent a decent amount of time at. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it there. Not too yeah. crowded. Yeah, good comfortable. spot. Mm-hmm. Good spot. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, what are, where are we at? Where are we at? Trash performers of the week. There's only two. One of them we've been talking about, Smith Marset, negative .25. He had a couple catches, and one of them was a fumble. Teddy Bridgewater is the other one. He had just negative .25 points. He threw one incomplete pass before he got hurt. I didn't realize so, he got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt. I think from what I heard on the radio – he got up a little wobbly, oh. and they made him come out. So that's like the new Tua rule of, oh, you looked a little unstable. You're out. Get out of the game. Is that is Coach Jermaine kind of is he is he going to end up in a little bit of trouble here? Like, I'm not saying he would have. He's the guy that forced Tua back too early or anything, but ultimately he is kind of responsible that's that's kind that's a weird first year that he's going through yeah it is weird i feel like they kind of came to an agreement right like well they can't they it seems like the players union and the nfl create have new rules now about like how to identify guys who are injured moving forward but it also seemed like they're like on the two a thing agree to disagree and then time will just move on and he might be back this week, I think. I oh, think wow. Tua's my so I don't know. I feel like people will forget about it in a few weeks. Like, hey, you remember that weird Tua thing? Unless he just dies on the field, which feels very much in play. <laughs> I know. I was that that's what just crossed my mind. Right. I feel like it's it's like one or the other. He he lights it up the rest of the year and yeah, we forget about that horribly awkward Thursday night or He's the first player that yeah. that dies in front of our eyes, which Marcel in Minneapolis said that's the first time he was watching a game and thought, holy shit, somebody somebody might have just died. Yeah, that was so Ugh. scary. So Gross. scary. Bears fantasy I don't like corner? It. Where are we? Yeah, Bears fantasy corner. I think that's it, Bill. Oh, yeah, Teddy. That's all I got. Teddy, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Who came yeah. in then? Who was their third string? Do you know? I don't have a clue. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Cadillac Williams, and they ran Wildcat. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love that guy. He was one of my first fantasy loves. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for diving deep, buddy. I really appreciate it, as does our audience. Hopefully, Ebner and Velas Jones are available on your waiver wire to scoop up before Thursday. Zerdikes. Taysom Hill still stinks.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Come on. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Okay, we're back. Hams and bread. We're going to kick it to Rick. Hopefully, he sent us his picks. And if he did, here they are. Take it away, Rick. When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what what comes to mind? He's a dummy. All right, doinkers, we are back. Rick completely missed his deadline, <laughs> completely forgot to look at these hot, hot picks. However, I found some of the hottest picks. Here's what's happening. Rick went one and two last week. Um, the NFL fixes in. The NFL fixes in. Goodell's listening to the Zero Doings podcast. He's doing everything to stack the get- deck, the deck against me, and the deck. Sorry, deck. Come back soon. Uh, he, they're stacking the deck. Uh, they're base dealing. Um, they're, they're skimming cards. Uh, so here's what I've done. What any good gambler does, he pivots. He or she pivots. Or they pivot, and what we pivot to is the sport I know even better than the NFL, and that's college football. I have selected three of the hottest picks that I think I've ever made. I love the board. I cannot believe they're still offering these bets. I'm going to lay it on you. But first, oh, little preview. I've been working this week on lining up one of the hottest interviews of a sports personality here in Chicago. And we're going to play that for you right after this segment. Stay tuned. Jot some notes down and then enjoy one of the most controversial interviews that's ever been done. A little bit of a teaser. Here we go. First pick. Hands and spreads pick one. If there's anything that I love more than college football, it's college football played on a Friday night. We have one of the all-time great teams playing. Utsa. For the uninitiated, that's the University of Texas San Antonio. They're playing FIU. (laughs) Few. Few. 
I'm glad this game is on the board for Friday because Utsa's getting 33 points and Utsa loves scoring points. This is going to be a 50 to nothing game at the half. We're going Utsa minus 33. That's minus 110, the easiest money on the board, except for this pick. Here we go. Hands and spreads pick two. All right. We have a Big Ten matchup. This is a Saturday game at 11 a.m. We got Penn State versus Michigan. Now, Penn State came out of the gate red hot. Uh, Michigan, a little bit of a cool team. I mean, I've been listening to Big Ten Minute. Haven't heard them mention either of these teams, but Penn State is going to be my pick. They are getting seven points. Now, Penn State's back. They are all the way back. Sandusky's back. Um... He's still in prison, but if Adnan Syed can get out of prison and not get further prosecuted, Sandusky's got a chance. We're going Penn State plus seven, and we're going to go to the final pick. Here we go. <laughs> Hams and spreads pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. All right, not sponsored this week. One and two. Overall, seven, ten, and one. Not bad. When these go three and oh, I'm going to be even. Uh, 10 10 and 1 for those math geeks out there but we got a game at 2 30 p.m now at 2 30 i'm going to be on a flight rick is heading to the great continent of europe and i just realized i'm not going to have access to my DraftKings app i'm gonna have to make some picks might make a few uh, bets while oh next week is going to be a hot i hope they have the internet in europe because i have to lay down these picks for you guys might be an all europe pick anyway nobody cares about that what they care about is this Oklahoma State versus TCU game. Now, TCU, Texas Christian University, love the Christians, love Texas, love universities. The Horned Frogs, an all-time mascot. Love that. Oklahoma State, the orange team, uh, that golfer, Ricky, 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 <laughs> it doesn't matter. TCU's where it's at. My brain doesn't work anymore. I don't know what's going on with it. If anyone's got any advice, hit my DMs. TCU minus three and a half. That's a three and a uh, weekend right there for you. And there you have it. Like I said, stay tuned. I lined up the hottest interview, and we're going to play it for you right now. And after that, we are going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. Hey, this is Rick Fieldsman uh, from Zero Doinks coming to you live from the Bank of America Chicago Marathon here with Bill Doinks. Bill, how are you doing right now? You know, I uh, I think I've hit the proverbial wall. I am uh, I'm in between mile 20 and 21 to push it through, trying to do it for, for all our loyal listeners. Oh, absolutely. Give me some first impressions of this race. Uh, any uh, any uh, people lying on the ground? Any any pukers? Give us the, the the gross details of this, Bill. You know the the first impression, the first thing that really woke me up in the morning is when I saw Olin Cruz on the side uh, around mile marker two, looking for somebody. And I almost shouted out, "Sam Mustafer sucks. You did a shit job coaching him, Olin." 
Oh, absolutely. You know what, Bill? That that just gives us a little bit of the detail that we are looking for here at Zero Doings. Now, I've been tracking your splits, Bill. Uh, are you sure you aren't just running in place during this marathon? Oh, God. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid to even look at them, Rick. I'll be honest. These last three miles have been a bit of a nightmare. So, you know, I'm just, just trying to finish trying to uh, cross that finish line buddy oh, i don't that... even care about the time i just i just want to finish and not die no that's great you keep pushing and that's funny you mentioned that i was just reading a study that running is actually bad for your heart any uh any thoughts on that topic well you know i had uh, i had a couple of my aorta removed when i was five so uh, I, this really would have been important information to know before I started training. Absolutely. Well, Bill, you know what? I know you're busy right now, so I'm going to give you back to it. I know you've raised a lot of money for the fight against ALF. That's ALF. We need to send that alien back home, so that's much appreciated. Bill, I hope you enjoy these last few moments, minutes. Could be hours. We're not really sure. But we are thinking about you. We love you, buddy. Give us some last thoughts. Give it to us. Thanks, Richard. Uh, I am just thinking right now about all the beer I am going to drink and a lot of Sauvignon Blanc also. So that's what's keeping me going one foot in front of the other right now, baby. Oh, my gosh. Hydrate accordingly. This has been Rick Fieldsman with Bill Doings, Bake of America. I'm going to send it back to the boys. Take care, buddy. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. It's so true. I'm so excited to see Rick this week. Um I am nervous, I'm scared. But excited, very nervous, mm-hmm. and excited. Mm-hmm. Are you, when you see Rick, uh, what's your first move? Do you go? Do you go fist bump? You probably wouldn't go handshake because your hand will slide all the way down his arm. Do you go hug? <laughs> Europe, you, European kiss, both sides mm-hmm. of the cheeks. Mm-hmm. You jump into his arms. What what are you gonna do? What's your first move? Yeah, he you know, he's a hard read when he try to be you know what what's he in the mood for, right? Try to read right. your audience. But I'm gonna be selfish on Thursday when I see him because I I still think about the hug he gave me after Illinois beat Chattanooga in round one of the NCAA tournament in March. And I want I want that hug again. Although maybe I shouldn't start. That should be like a after 14 to 15 hams i should go yeah. for that hog right i don't want to i don't want to peak too early uh i don't know it's a good it's a good way to set the tone for the mm-hmm. for the evening evening we're going to be getting together very early in the day <laughs> can't wait to break that news to jordan doings um Oops. yeah that's uh i think you yeah you go full hog i i okay Is i'd, give him, smoo- I'd probably give him a smooch as well um, but now that I'm thinking about the handshake part of it, it would be hilarious to just just grab on and slide all the way down to his elbow because there's no thumb there to stop the uh, the, the flow of your of your grip. And uh, yeah, 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where the the moment takes me. But either way, there'll be very much uh, a lot a lot of physical contact. What um I know we might be stacking the deck because he's probably going to listen to this before Thursday. But what what is your wardrobe expectation for Rick on Thursday? What do you think? There's going to be a surprise. I don't know of what of what type <laughs> like. If there's not like a new jersey reveal, uh, I don't know what that will be. It could be a, you know, a, an Everton crossover. He could have like a Jordan Pickford Bears jersey of some fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if not, he's just gonna go with the uh, old faithful uh, Greg Olson jersey. Uh, that's that's my pick to click for Rick. What do you? What do you? Where are you going? Yeah, it's the first thing I thought of too. Was the eighty-two? Did he? Um... But he's full of surprises. Like he's a he's a presentation of the gifts guy on a Sunday new yep. mass situation. Bingo. He that's exactly what he is. He he greets the the commoners with his thumbless hand and wishes them well. <laughs> offers them some some Sauvignon blood. No, not Sauvignon. It's white. Whatever the red <laughs> is that they serve. I know it's, it's blood. A- it's supposed to be blood. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Wikipedia. Jesus, leave me alone. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that 82, so I was thinking about this cause I do, I have a Jersey that is supposed to arrive a custom Jersey and that there's no chance that's getting here before Thursday at this point. <laughs> absolutely zero percent chance. Um, his, his Olsen Jersey, it can't be authentic, right? Did he, was he like the first DH gate order? Cause I know he was patient zero for COVID. He ate the bat soup. It was he the first DH gate customer. I think he was. Well, Bill, I'll have you know that I ordered a Greg Olson jersey shortly after he was drafted, when it back okay. in the day, and I ordered it from a company that was definitely a, like a Russian website, and it mm-hmm. said it was coming from New Jersey, <laughs> and when they sent it in very DH Gate fashion, it came with a a, a pair of socks, Nike <laughs> socks, and it also came with a NBA branded uh, headband and wristbands mm-hmm. uh, that were green like Boston Celtics headband. So uh, not to not to steal Rick's thunder there, but I was definitely in front of that. That was my first okay. very cheap jersey purchase. And that Olsen jersey, I believe I still have it. Okay, It looks very authentic. Okay. Well, that's good news. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just stole I all of Rick's thunder there. I'm sorry. No, I'm sure that's... it is it. He definitely was the uh, first with COVID that that we yeah. established. Yeah. So Let's wouldn't shock me. If, wouldn't <laughs> shock me if he like if he somehow was an investor in DHgate early and got out before it really took off. Yeah, my I think I may have mentioned this in a, a past season of Zero Dogs. My first. Uh, indirect experience with a DHgate like company was uh, Kevin Doinks in Jacksonville when he ordered a Julius Peppers jersey and. <laughs> And the name on the back was like it was like going like vertical almost. <laughs> and I at first glance I I swore that it said peepers. <laughs> so good. I remember thinking, why didn't you just spend like you know 130 bucks and then look at me now? Like I I own a lot of a lot of bad jerseys that may or may not arrive. It's too That's bad. So good. I was doing something for the brand on Thursday. 
I was doing something for our brand that I just don't like. I don't like the odds. I don't. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, it sounds you. Your identity has been Aww. stolen and passed around many times based off the information you've given us. So that website's awesome. Like the, the college <laughs> throwbacks where they have a, a Roethlisberger Miami of Ohio jersey that you can order on that site. Like what? why it's incredible it looked great like i want to order it well what does it really look like though yeah like in person it's can you imagine them trying to squeeze that last name on the jerseys <laughs> no chance so overwhelmed do you think that's why they put it on the websites like hey we can nail roethlisberger we can get anything going mm-hmm. and they have been sweating that for years sweat shopping that for years mm-hmm. so we need to make it happen um well rick we're looking forward to seeing you on on <laughs> thursday uh yeah i hope you've showered and mm-hmm. please shower not sure. rick mm-hmm. please please we're gonna be in your your aura for a very long period of time it's gonna be great and we'll be in his car that's mm-hmm. a scary thought as well. It is a bit scary. Mm-hmm. Can you drive without thumbs? I don't think so. I think he's pushing it. He's got like one of those knobs that you have to hold on mm-hmm. to to turn the wheel. I'm trying to picture it. Can I drive? Yeah, you can drive. I think you can do it. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just <laughs> I'm glad we worked through that one. Yeah, I know. That was <laughs> definitely worth our listeners time thanks for listening by the way uh thank you vitamin water and caribou coffee clothing line uh dan i assume there is a gambling line for bears versus washington give it to us there is all right bears are now two two and one against the spread the over is two and three in bears games commanders one and four against the spread real bad the over is also two and three for them. So Bears minus one over unders 37 and a half. The money line Bears minus 115. Commanders minus 105. So you're not getting a plus side on either of these teams. Okay. So if the rules still apply for three points, you get three points as a home team. We're saying the Vegas thinks the commanders are better than us. Is that is that where we're going with that? Or is that no longer apply? I feel like that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, I, Joe O. Uh, we, we've not referenced O'Reilly. Show, I think oh yes, O Grimace. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him recently on I can't remember what show on the score, and he said the new rule of thumb is two points, mm. not three. I don't know. That makes no how sense. How that like, and how would he know? How would anybody know? I guess. Yeah. I don't really understand. So let's just let's just say that he's right. Then we're then Vegas still thinks that Washington's better than us. I think we're better than Washington. I know that's not saying much. Right. I know they've some they they're probably more talented like if you look player to player especially on defense. But Carson Wentz, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of the X factor here? Who I believe uh, didn't practice today. Mm. Or he was limited in practice, and I don't know who the backup is there. But is it I still Heineke. I don't know, but I'm That'd immediately nervous. 
Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah. Wentz. Yeah. We want Wentz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an issue if he doesn't play because he's very bad. Did you see the Brian Robinson, who's the guy who got shot? Yeah. He played last week, which is awesome. They played 50 Cent when he ran out in the field. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Just awesome. <laughs> Super great. cool. Super cool. Um, all right. How long is it going to take for him to uh, overtake Gibson? Hopefully soon for fantasy reasons. Yeah. Um, who am I going to take? Yeah. Dan, you know me. You've known me since birth. You you actually I was there. You were there, right? You uh-huh. cut my cord. You. You're older than me, but yes, go ahead. You put anointing oil on my forehead, and. Showed me where the tabernacle was, and <laughs> is that the mini fridge? fridge? Looks great. Mini yeah, fridge. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have to buy a fridge for my for my basement. Anybody have any suggestions? Let me know for my new bar that will finally be installed a year and a half later than planned. Um, <laughs> so, slide are in my DMs. Ta- are you gonna get? Are you gonna get a tabernacle? Is that is that uh, is that what you're asking? Um, <laughs> glad, glad you, glad you pinged Mr. Thumbs. Um, yes, I am. I'm going to get a tab- tabernacle brand, but that's not, not, that's not why we're here. I'm going to take Bears money line because just remove that one to one and a half to two to two and a half points. Get out of there. Um, I think we're going to kick Washington's ass. I don't even think, I think we win by 10. We... The over seems interesting, actually. Here, if I listen to you correctly, it's it's in play. What is what is the number though? Thirty-seven and a half. Oh my god, they're gonna blow through that. <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. <laughs> Bears by themselves. I think. Okay, I have a final score for you. Okay. Thirty to ten. Not exactly blowing through it. Thirty to ten. <laughs> Bears win. I like it. Wow. Parlay it. Bear- yeah, you we're kicking, we're put kicking up ass. 30. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, 30. 30. Mm-hmm. That's what that's my pick. How about you? What's our high for the year? 23? Be... What are we going to get to Texans? Were we at 20? Did we get to 20? Oh, boy. We should wow. know this. If we were a real we Bears podcast, we, we would are. know this. We are. You visited the the grimace only fans <laughs> site more than the Bears. Yeah. So we scored 19, 10, 23 against Houston okay. was our high for the year. So you have us getting seven more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I like Absolutely. that. Um, I mean, Thursday night games is when offenses have come to play oh, so far this year on Amazon. Oh, so. man. Did we have a touchdown in the last game? I don't think we did, nope. right? Colts, Broncos, so. which mm-hmm. I don't, we, yeah, the Bears getting roasted for uh, the shitty team. You know, last week when that game was horrendous, and then on Twitter, people were like, oh, you've seen bad football now. Just wait until next week. It's like, just leave us alone, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't just, pre-roast us. Jesus yeah, come Christ. on. Just stop. That's That's really mean. And it's not, so, I don't care. It, the game is not going to be worse than that game. That was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. Broncos, Colts. That was the worst game. It was horrible. It's coming from Bears fans. Yeah. Uh, Illinois, Iowa wasn't up there. Oh, no. That was a classic. Okay. We'll get to that. 
All right. Um, all right. I mean, I, I if what's Bears minus one? I didn't look at that. It was minus one oh five. It was at one oh five as well. And I guess that wouldn't be positive. Bears minus one fifteen. Yeah, I'd, I'd take the money. I take Bears minus one if the juice is a little better. I think they're also going to win. They shouldn't. They shouldn't lose to the Commanders. And if they do, if they beat them, it's going to be my more than one for sure. So I like Bears minus one. Just take the better, the better juice on that over under. Um, I don't know. I'm not confident in that over. I'd stay away. I from can't that, believe man. we have to think about it. how sad is that? It's 37, it's so and we have to give it thought. It's it's that's really pathetic. It's really not great. I would go under. <laughs> I mean, if you made me take here's here's my thought. If you made yeah. me take a side only because I'm going to be at the game, I'm taking the over. Yeah, and I probably will. But if I'm thinking about this logically, I'm taking the under because I think both teams are going to have trouble scoring. Yeah, that's probably true. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we got it settled. We're on the same side of that. Bill, what other games do you like? I know you spent a lot of time looking at the board. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? Um, I know the Lions have a bye. So I did I did observe that. <laughs> uh, who are the Packers playing? God damn it. Packers are playing probably a team who just lost their quarterbacks. That's just how it works. It's one of the games I like, Bill. You want me to just roll right yeah, into do it? it? Please. All right. You. It's actually the first game I like. The New York Jets are at the Packers. Jets might be a little hot right now. They just beat the shit out of the Dolphins and their fifth-string quarterback. Jets are getting seven points on the road at Green Bay. I like the Jets. I think the Packers might all the way stink. They might just be a bad team. Yeah. I mean, they should have lost to the Patriots two weeks ago if Packers fans are honest with themselves and and their third-string quarterback. Yeah, I... I saw something weird happen in the Packers' last drive against the Giants where people are pissy at Rodgers. Do you know anything about this? I'm, no. I missed it. Okay. I All saw right. you caught a little flack. It seems like he doesn't maybe want to throw to anyone else besides Cobb and Lazard. Is it okay. something related to that? He's maybe kind of just icing everyone else out. I don't, I'm not too sure, but Packers got, sh- Packers got shut out the second half. Like how does that happen? You're it shouldn't happen to any team. I know it may happen to the Bears here and there, but if you're a Super Bowl contending team, you don't you never get shut out completely in a half ever. And they gave up twenty plus to the Giants offense, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's it, with a team with a lot of money invested in their defense, that's that's a potentially larger problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think they were running Wildcat again from what I heard on the radio. I don't know that to be a fact, but I feel like they were utilize, you know, doing the same shit they were doing with us. That's not great. It's not a great look. Wow. So all that to say, I would just got I would just take the points, Jets plus seven. Because I think right. they might not be horrible. I'm going money line then. That's fantastic. Oh, I yeah. love it. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Um uh, all right. Other games catch your eye. Who are the Vikings yep. playing this week? Do you know? No, that's a no. I think I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Dolphins find... at Dolphins at Dolphins at Dolphins. I don't know. I don't know the line for that. Um, okay. Yeah, who's at, playing quarterback? At Miami is a problem if you're right. Typically, yeah. Uh, whatever it is, I take the Dolphins. 
I don't okay. care how many points you're giving Dolphins. It's not one of my picks, though. Uh, next game, Baltimore is uh, giving five on the road at the Giants. This is when the Giants uh, run ends. Baltimore, I think you and I both have like an irrational love for the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, minus five, it's on the road. I like, but I still like the Ravens. Give it to me. Minus five. They're going to they're gonna hold up that Wildcat offense, and Lamar is going to go off. So minus five, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, he's been soggy the last two weeks, Lamar. He's he's due. I'm with you. Sorry, I'm not, I'm on the same side as you. So fade the doinks if you're smart, yeah, guys. Big time, big time. All right, next game, the Panthers now without a coach, head coach. They're plus ten and a half on the road at the Rams. I'm just taking the ten and a half because it's just seems like a lot of points. It makes no sense. Maybe they have a bounce back without Matt Rule in the building. Who knows? It kind of feels weird. The Rams might stink as well. I'm not convinced they're good. So Panthers, 10 and a half. I can't, it doesn't, I don't love it, but just take the points. Well, I'm going to, I'm standing behind you in that, at that blackjack table that you just described yourself, so to speak. And I'm putting two chips in your pocket that I want you to place <laughs> on Panthers money line. Nice. Because that's uh, money dead line. cat bounce. This is nice. the one game that they do it. Steve Wilkes is their interim head coach. Uh, Baker, if he's healthy, which I don't know that he is, will light up. I think I think the Rams all the way stink. I do. Stink. Yeah, they got the Super Bowl hangover for sure. Did you say still Steve Wilkos, the uh, Jerry Springer guy? I wish. He's coaching him? I wish. Who's yeah. Wilkes? Who is that? Do I know who that is? He was a he was Arizona's head coach. Um before, I think before uh, Pretty Boy hmm. fired very remember. quickly. Yeah, I think he only Don't. lasted one year, maybe one and a little bit. Huh. Don't remember him. All right. Well, good That's luck. Fine. Mm-hmm. I also like, uh, now that we're talking about it, a Jets-Panthers uh, teaser. Get the Jets up to 14, Carolina up to 17 and a half. That, mm-hmm. that can't lose, right? <gasps> Excuse me? No, can't lose. Although I thought last week, whatever the... Bills were minus 14 and a half against or whatever it was against the Steelers. I thought, yeah, way too many points. Whoops. I think they won by 35. Beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Well, good segue. This last game that I like, game of the week for sure. Bills at the Chiefs. Oh, Bills are minus two and a half on the road at Kansas City. I, I guess I don't really know which side to pick. I would just take the Bills, just. A revenge game from the AFC mm-hmm. Championship, mm-hmm. but how is that? And that game's not in prime time either. Oh, I was gonna say, is that it better be Sunday night now? Oh Damn. no, you kidding me? It's like it's Cowboys Eagles, I believe. Which it's not terrible, but not terrible. But not come great. on, stop it with the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give me the Eagles. But ugh. is Dak gonna play? I think he's eligible. Maybe. To play, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> They shouldn't. Talk to Thod. Yeah, he shouldn't. You like a side for Buffalo, Kansas. That feels like a money line play either way. Yeah, I. it's almost impossible for me to not go Kansas City money line because mm-hmm. that's especially with a low number, which is pretty rare for them. I would go. I'd go that, and I wouldn't feel bad if the Bills won. I, I, who doesn't like watching the Bills, right? They're, they're a lot of fun. Well, wouldn't you be worried? I mean, they really 
could have and should have lost to the Raiders at yeah. home. And they had yeah. to come all the way back. Buffalo's way better team than the Raiders. Yeah, that's a stupid rivalry shit, though, where it doesn't True. even make sense. It, yeah. Yeah. I don't True. know. True. And yeah, I, I just, I cannot bet against Mahomes. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not asking you to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, Bill. Those are all the games that I like. It feels like uh, it's always weird when the Bears play like Thursday night. Get it out of the way. Then we got to wait a few days for the other games. Yeah. Always strange. It is. Always strange. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy you don't have to watch the game on Amazon Prime. I've not really enjoyed that experience because I usually watch. I like to watch games after they start. And it's. Their whole rewind and fast forward really blows. I don't, oh. which doesn't make any sense. Hmm. You're fucking, am, you're, you're Jeff Bezos. Figure it out. They've gotten a lot of negative reaction to their to their product so far, but we won't have to worry about it Thursday. Bill will be there in the flesh, flashlight. Yeah, yeah, we we'll be shirtless at some point. It's gonna be great. Look for us at the fifty yard line. Waving the f- the flag. It's a grand old flag. It's a high flying flag. <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait. See you next segment. Zero dogs. Clap by cheeks, Josh Allen. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers, minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. All right, Big Ten Minute. This is a huge week for our show. Gophers did not play last week, so they were not able to lose. So that was a win. Bill, your Illini played a very exciting high-scoring game on Saturday night. I had Illini minus three and a half, so thanks for nothing there. Bill, why don't you tell us about the game, buddy? Yeah, they almost covered at the end with that. Uh, I don't know if you were watching a lot of a desperate Iowa team doing like the laterals from sideline to sideline. And they were like in the end zone, in their own end zone at one point. And I thought, Shit. oh, safety. Oh, Here I we did go. not know that. It was so close. It was so close. I, oh, that would have been miraculous. Wouldn't have helped Damn me because I had the over in a parlay. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> Just fell short. Fifteen total points scored. It is a uh, it's a beautiful day in Champaign Urbana. The Illini are tied for the Big Ten West lead with Nebraska and Purdue. Minnesota's half a game behind. The fate of the Illini is in their own hands uh, as they play Minnesota this week, and then they eventually host Purdue. And I think Nebraska stinks, so I'm not going to worry about them. Um, Illinois ranked for the first time since 2011. They came in at number 24. Congrats. That's a sad stat, I know. 
I understand. Don't make fun of me, okay? I it doesn't I would never. hurt me. Yeah. It doesn't hurt me at all. I was more talking to Frank. No, Frank likes Illinois except when they play Northwestern. <laughs> um so it's fun. You can try to make fun of me, but I love it. I I just hope this isn't the highlight of the year. Hope this is not the 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 top of the of the tree where you're grabbing at that apple all the way at the top and you just who does that? Nobody does that. <laughs> I think it's an Adam and Eve thing. We're back oh. to Christianity. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Well, let's hope that PJ doesn't have a snake in his pocket this Saturday <laughs> in Champaign. It's 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 awesome. Great times for Illinois sports fans. Brett Bielema is Jesus. Iowa had not been beaten in. The last nine tries over, I believe, 14 years. I may be way off on both those numbers, but I think I'm close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll get into the matchup this weekend, but um, just touch on the game real quick. Illinois was uh, was, they were negative two in turnovers, which is usually a disaster. That was like that was such a typical Iowa game, such a typical Iowa game. They just like they strangle you like a boa constrictor. And try to force you to make a mistake at the end, which they damn near did. Illinois uh, backup quarterback Art Sitkowski fumbled driving in for the game-winning touchdown or field goal. Iowa recovered, ran it back for a touchdown. Thank God Art's arm, his forearm, was down before he actually fumbled. Thank God. Even though it was clear on the replay, I was convinced the refs were going to come back and say not enough to overrule (laughs) Iowa touchdown. There's no way we were scoring. So Iowa's uh, defense is still awesome. Special teams was awesome. Not as awesome as Hugh. Hugh backed up Iowa lots of times. Good job, Hugh. Battle the Aussie punters. Uh, but I feel good. Illinois is 5-1 and one overall, 2-1 and one in the Big Ten. Huge game. Minnesota. Does Vegas have a read on this, or do you have other thoughts before you get to that there, Dan? Uh, let's do the line first. We'll okay. do the line Gophers at Illini. Surprised they didn't move this to prime time as everyone's uh, really just boned up to see these two awesome teams. Uh, it's actually at 11 a.m. on the Big Ten Network. Big time. Gophers, Big time. Opened, Gophers opened at three and a half, which I thought was a little surprising. That line has now moved to six and a half. Gophers minus six and a half on the road coming off a loss and a bye at Illinois who beat the Gophers last year on uh, the over under 39 and a half for this game. So uh, here's here. Let me give you my thoughts. And then mm-hmm. I want to, I'm curious to hear, hear okay. what you got. Mo Ibrahim is back mm-hmm. supposedly. So that's a huge win for the Gophers right off the bat. I think this is pretty, pretty simple. I think if Illinois scores a touchdown first, it's over. Game's over. That seems to be where PJ gets tripped up. You can tell almost immediately if the Gophers give up an early touchdown, it's over. They're not recovering from that. So uh, that's most important for the Illini to win this game. I f- have no confidence in the in the Gophers. I'm still very upset by what happened two weeks ago uh, against uh, Purdue. I still owe, you're not included in this bill, but I owe quite a few people fuck yous for absolutely roasting me for about two weeks last year when the Illini beat the Gophers. So I'm going to be very hurt again if the Gophers lose, especially now that they're six and a half point favorites. If I were looking at this 
from the outside, if I had no skin in the game at all emotionally, I'd say I'd say it feels like a trap, right? This feels like a trap game. A, a true, not a, I'm sorry, not a trap game, a sucker bet. Six and a half on the road, Illinois. Uh, that feels too easy. A ranked Illinois team at home getting almost a full touchdown. It feels like a sucker bet. So I have some comfort in that, that Vegas is trying to rope people in. I don't think that's how it works. I have no confidence. I wouldn't bet on this game. I wouldn't take the Gophers. Uh, I'd probably just bet, bet on Illinois money line as a pure emotional hedge. But the 39 and a half is interesting. It, it's a hinges a lot on the Illinois quarterback, Illinois quarterback, right? Yes. Is he it's that, that line moving has to be because of him, right? I would assume so. I, but I, what well, it's not like he's Bryce young, you know, it's like to have, to have a play, I mean, I guess maybe a combination of him potentially being out and Ibrahim in. Is that enough to move it three points in Minnesota's direction? That's a lot of points. That's a lot. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you if it was just Ibrahim. I mean, I I think the plan was, I think Ibrahim was close to playing two weeks ago, so I would assume he was healthy. So even when they set that original line, it couldn't have been him, right? I, yeah, I wouldn't think so. So I, I guess no matter how you slice it, early money was all over the Gophers thinking that that line was not high enough. That's It's very interesting. I know. I, I think last week during Big Ten Minute, I was nervous about this game, making an assumption that Illinois was finally going to beat Iowa, and I thought, perfect letdown the next week. It's, you know, you accomplished a big revenge over Iowa, Bielema's alma mater, blah, blah, blah. Gophers coming in after a bye, after a loss. Is that great? We beat the Gophers last year. PJ, I don't know how often he allows that to happen two years in a row, unless it's against Wisconsin, I guess, or Iowa, right? Yeah, he seems to have no problem with it, losing (laughs) back-to-back years. Okay. I don't know if that's a factor. Um I feel I feel really good about it now that the line now when the line came out even at three and a half I was like I, I I said this is perfect because Illinois being ranked I thought might have been a negative you're going to be high on the hog you're going to be a little overconfident but now it's like no you're still an underdog you might be ranked but you're still a dog you might be leading the division whether you deserve to or not but you're still a dog so I think it's perfect I think it's absolutely absolutely perfect for Illinois. And they still have not given up a home, uh, a touchdown at home. And so six and a half seems extremely high given that. Um, Minnesota's offense has to do, I assume they will do better against Illinois' defense than they did last year. Um, that's not really based on anything, but I, I just have to assume that that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the more I think about it too, it's like, Okay, Illinois. Even if Tommy DeVito is out at quarterback and it's Sitkowski, who's not great, but he's I guess he's 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 a serviceable backup, uh, good enough to get you out of a game and maybe win a game like this. Maybe hopefully, uh, Illinois beat Minnesota on the road last year with Brandon Peters as the quarterback and Tony Peterson, your former position coach, I believe, calling the plays. Guy. 
so Illinois' defense is better this year. Sikowski's worse than Peters, but not by a ton. Their offensive coordinator is way better this year uh, than Tony Peterson. Illinois wins. I'm sorry, Dan. I think Illinois <laughs> is going to win. Well, if we're going if we're going by the same logic, I mean, all right, we have our old offensive coordinator back, who's way better than anything we've had since he left. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, Ibrahim's back. We didn't have him last year. He got hurt in the first game. So, Good point. Good point. I think, I think this is the best offense you will have seen so far this year with the Gophers. And you know, I shit on PJ for losing those like terrible just games out of nowhere i think the majority of those happen at home i get you know illinois last year mm-hmm. purdue this year they seem to travel fairly well i mean if the if the team if the gopher team that played michigan state shows up uh saturday that team shows up i think you're in big trouble okay but if the team that shows up that played last against purdue shows up you're going to blow the doors off the Gophers. So um, I actually like the under. That 39.5 feels feels high. That's, yeah. that's I think both defenses are pretty good, and it's going to be a lot of eat-up-the-clock, running-the-ball bullshit. So I don't know. I'm, um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because not because of you, but other Illinois fans who are, who are mean to me. And if they <laughs> lose, then I can't. I can't handle it. <laughs> I, I took it from Purdue fans two weeks ago. I can't. I can't no. keep doing this. You can't. I. Your logic is sound. Let me give you additional logic from a pro Illinois perspective. Okay. Yes. As my these are my final words, and I do think I think it's gonna be a fun game in a in a in a way that would not necessarily appeal to like a a Pac-12 fan that is all the, or a Big 12 fan just looking for points. I don't think it'll be high scoring. But I think Chase Brown versus Mo Ibrahim is pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, those might right. be the two best running backs in college football. So that's pretty sweet. Here is my hope that this um that that this means something. Minnesota stats are great. They're fantastic. The Purdue game is the outlier so far. But my hope is the Purdue game is the outlier for reasons that benefit Illinois because the teams that Minnesota have beaten combined record for the year is 3-19. and 19. So I hope that that means Minnesota's not that great, but it's a hope. I, I'm using the word hope because I have no idea. Minnesota <laughs> might be fantastic. And they just happen to lose to a Purdue team who's probably better than anybody's giving credit to. There's no logic there, like real life logic, because who care? Who cares who teams played? But I'm hoping that means something. Where all of their wins came against trash teams, I'm hoping that means something in Illinois' favor. All right, I well, know, right? Doesn't mean anything, but I hope it does. So speaking of the uh, schedule, the teams that you play, the Gophers just announced they scheduled a back-to-back with Alabama in That's 2032 awesome. and 2033. So <laughs> great! Are you kidding me? Stop it! Don't tell me shit like that. Why are you planning games out that far? Who cares? I don't. Th- and why do you, you? 
I think if anything, that all the weird COVID scheduling shit should have proved to everybody that you don't need to schedule you ten don't. years out anymore. <laughs> you don't need to. God do that. no! Why are you doing that? Yeah. They may be in the same conference by then. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> None of that makes well, they would sense. have played for a national title by then against each other for sure. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Uh, well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Worst of luck to your Illini. Yeah, it's fine. I feel like I, I need this. I feel like I need this more than you do. That's all I'll say. Which is weird. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, what I And I think I may have mentioned this last week, too. What I want from it most outside of an Illinois win and a, a shocking run to a divisional title is the winner of this game. Or I, here's what I want. I just want one <laughs> of our teams winning the West. That's all. That's what I want. That's what I want. I hope it's Illinois, but if it's not Illinois, I want it to be the Gophers. Well, thank you. And I will say I feel the same, but we'll see how mean your Illini buddies are to me if uh, if the Gophers lose. I mean, these are the two best teams in the West right now, right? I think they are as of today. I do. Yeah, right. as of right now. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe not a great look for the Big Ten. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> I'll just yeah. say that right now, but yes. I think this is you it's very much in line for the winner of this to sort of take off and be in the driver's seat for the West. So how oh, we will see, buddy. I just love I love it. This game actually is like it, it means something. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's crazy. Weird. It's so weird. It's crazy. I'll say we'll take it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun doing this for sure. It is. The fact that you and I are uh somewhat tense going into this yeah exactly we're (laughs) tiptoeing around it yeah it doesn't make any sense it makes no sense nope and if the gophers lose i'm gonna kill myself so uh well here's hoping that i i'm the first one to put dirt on your caskets early next week (laughs) all right that's getting creepy um Any other games you like, Bill? There's a couple Uh, that I picked out. Oh, I think there are actually some good games. Uh, Did you? (laughs) That's a weird. That's a weird thing to say. As if there's no other games besides Illinois, Minnesota. Nothing Uh, else matters. No, nothing else does matter. Uh, Penn State at Michigan. That caught my eye. Yep, Michigan's given seven uh, minus seven. I feel like these are two teams. I don't know if they're for real or not. I don't know yeah. why. I just not just not buying it. But no, Michigan the, got all they could handle it at Indiana, and that was I think that was their first road game. They like don't, and this is home too. I don't understand how this works. I think they did play at Iowa last oh, week or a couple right. weeks ago. But, I'm an idiot. Uh, that's because I was I had like Iowa money line, and yeah, I only remember because I lost money on it, and Iowa threw up another stinker. Um, you're right. Michigan seems like they've had 13 home games this year already. Mm-hmm. So um, the only other game, there's a lot of like ranked teams playing each other this week, but the only other one that I cared about was uh, Alabama at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's getting seven and a half at home. Um, potential upset. Yeah. Tennessee money line in play. Or yeah. is this one of those like, We've all talked ourselves into it, and then Bama's going to beat them by like fifty. Yeah, you know, I guess it depends on, on Young's shoulder. 
on some level. I don't know if you saw post-game interviews with Nick Saban, who will not be coaching that 2032 game against the Gophers. He'll be dead. Uh, Yeah, long dead. Uh, Aflac duck is going to bite him in the (laughs) penis, and he's going to bleed out. Shout out, Todd. Shout out to the Thod. Um, But he was basically begging (laughs) Bryce Young to get healthy. He mentioned it like three times. Really? He's like, He's like, yeah, we didn't play that well, but you know, hopefully, hopefully next week <laughs> Young is back. It's like, really, you're shitting on the guy who he was a little turnovery, but he still threw like four touchdown passes against A and M. So, shut up, Nick Saban. Just shut up. Sorry, just going back. Did you say the duck was going to bite him on the penis? And yeah, and he's going to bleed out. <laughs> that's how he goes. That's how yes. he goes before the Gopher matchup. 2030 before 2032 yeah i think like a lot it's gonna be a live commercial <laughs> like aflac's gonna pay millions of dollars to do a live super bowl ad uh-huh. it's saban it's the duck the duck loses his fucking mind takes somehow gets nick saban like undoes his belt the duck <laughs> pulls down his pants <laughs> and takes a big bite <laughs> And it's live. Like I said, there's nothing anybody can do because it's paid for. It's a sunk cost. You got to keep the cameras rolling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know what happens to the penis if, it's, if it stays in the duck's bill or if it falls <laughs> to the floor. I don't know. I don't know. Does he pass out? Does he stand there? I don't, I, I don't have all the details. It's you shocking think? you don't have all the details because you have quite a few of them. Boy, Todd is going to be in some hot water if all that happens. Mm-hmm. We're talking maybe criminal charges. Mm-hmm. Can a uh, can a duck be charged with attempted or first degree murder? Garrett Blount almost committed something once, didn't he? from Oregon. <laughs> oh god. Horrible joke. Oh, that was terrible. Nope. Will not engage in that terrible joke. Sorry. That was a long way around. That's a huge stretch. <laughs> what about Howard? Do you ever watch Howard the Duck? That movie? Oh, he's a full-blown creep. He's definitely mm-hmm. been a penis in his life. Who played was... Howard the Duck? Howard Stern. Okay. Shorter than or, I thought. Or Tony Shalhoub. Mm, that's how we got to start. Congrats. Yeah, everybody knows that. That movie was terrible, wasn't it? I, I remember watching it as a kid. And should we? I, we, have we, d- have we discussed this before? I feel like that we've just. I don't know. I feel like there's duck boobs in the movie as well. Like a female duck shows her boobs in the movie. Okay. Does that ring a bell? Hmm. No, but uh, it it might have happened. I hope it didn't, and this like is stuck with you. <laughs> like that would be it's amazing. A fantasy of mine, just yeah, duck yeah. boobs. Yeah. Oh man, I don't, I'm re- really I don't wor- recall that. I'm really worried it didn't happen, and now I'm just just been stuck in my mind. The seal spank back there, mm-hmm. just a just a couple of duck nipples just doing it for me. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't those just be out in the open? Like, it wouldn't be like covered in a duck bra. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the movie, like, isn't Howard wear like a 
like a trench coat or something. He's not nude, I don't oh. believe, is he? He does wear a trench coat, doesn't he? I think so. I don't know what his deal is. I don't remember. Yeah. Like why why is it there this talking duck? <laughs> well yeah, what was the plot of that movie? I have no idea. I don't Was he an alien? I feel like he was an alien of some sort. I don't know. I think, I'm just I guessing have, at this point. I think point. we have to watch it together on one of those weird Amazon Prime chats. Oh, I would gladly do that. Maybe we watch it at the bar before the game. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bring your headphones. Should have Maybe they can turn it on one of the TVs and yeah. turn up the volume for the whole bar to enjoy. I love it. I'm in. We have a plan. We have a full-blown plan. This is great. <laughs> Sounds great. This has been the Big Ten Minute. Go Illini. Row the boat all over your duck penis. Bill, you can have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. Illini will let you down. Illini will make you. Warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits, dip sticks. Max for stappin'. Shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton. Shits and dipsticks. Ferrari. The owner of Grease Tank Racing. Grease Tank himself. Dip shits and dipsticks. Red Bull, Red Bull. Auto sports. Welcome back to Dip Shits and Dipsticks with your boy Grease Tank. We've got NASCAR deep into the playoffs, moving on to the round of eight, and we have a new champion in Formula One. So let's quit messing around. Let's get right into it. Starting with NASCAR, the boys headed down to the Charlotte Motor Speedway to race on the infamous Roval, which consists of an infield road course along with the Tri-Oval. It uh it got a little got a little wet and wild towards the end of the race with everyone trying to jockey for position, a lot of spinouts, a lot of people hitting the wall. It was chaotic, and I loved every second of it. Congratulations to Christopher Bell, pulling a win out of his out of his butt out of nowhere. He was in a win or go home situation, and boy did he did he win this weekend. Yeah, he, he had a late race pit to give himself fresh tires and moved his way up to the field giving him a last last lap pass to secure the win and move himself into the round of eight. Shout out to Kyle Busch, who was on a five-race streak of finishing 20th or worse. He finished third. And uh, good riddance to these people who are officially eliminated from playoff contention, Kyle Larson, Austin Sindrick, and Daniel Suarez. It's worth noting Kyle Larson was last year's champion, so no repeat for that guy. Next week, the boys head to Viva Las Vegas to start the round of eight, which I'm still trying to figure out. But um, I think by the end of the season, I'll, I'll get the playoff, I'll get the playoff set up, uh, figured out. But for now, tune in on Sunday for Las Vegas. Now let's finish with Formula One. It was another wet and wild race over in Japan at the Suzuka Raceway. 
Congratulations to Max Verstappen finally clinching his championship in the 2022 Formula 1 Series. A solid repeat for him with four races left to go, an absolute dominating finish. Let's dive into how he clinched that championship because it wasn't as easy as you think. So yes, Max did win the race and he won by a large margin, about 24 seconds. But, Charlotte Claire finished second place. And in any normal race, this would have, this would have extended the, uh, the championship contention to at least one more race. But, Charlotte Claire received a five-second penalty for cutting one of the last corners. Sorry. For cutting one of the last corners on the last lap. That five-second penalty pushed him back to third place. So with him in third place and Max Verstappen in first, Max was able to clinch the championship. It was a very uncomfortable moment because Max didn't think he won the championship. He's kind of just walking through the paddock, saying hi to everyone, and someone had to, like, whisper it in his ear, and he still didn't believe it. But uh, congrats to him. Dominating fashion. Red Bull repeat right there. It's uh, good for him. I'm happy for him. Let's see what else happened. Um, Esteban Ocon, or Ocon, I call him Ocon, uh, finished fourth place. The absolute best finish I've ever seen him. He put on a hell of a race. He fought off Lewis Hamilton, which is very hard to do, and uh, defended everything that Lewis gave gave him. So congrats to him. Hell of a race. Um, Sebastian Vettel and Fernando Alonso had an awesome battle on the last lap, and they were hundredths of a second apart from each other but Alonzo Alonzo couldn't hold off and couldn't pass Vettel but congrats to Vettel who by the way at the beginning of the race spun out and ended up in the back of the pack so he fought his way all the way to the front very impressive driving for him uh what else oh yeah uh I did say it was wet and wild the rain was red flag for over an hour so that was great watching that live and just waiting patiently um other than that oh yeah my Haas boys uh Schumacher and Magnussi back of the pack they stink but last and not last and not least congratulations to uh Nicholas Latifi who got his first points he's no longer 22nd in the driver standings so congratulations uh unfortunately I don't think your team's gonna retain you but um Good for you. In uh, off-track news, Daniel Ricciardo, who's a fan favorite, great-looking guy, Australian, um, always got a big smile on his face, announced he probably won't be in a car next season. So that that's going to shock a lot of fans. But um, he's kind of in that weird spot where he's too good for these lower teams and he's not good enough to get to these top-tier teams. So... We'll see what happens. You know, he might jump in and, and, and fill in for a race weekend once in a while, but I think he's I, I, th- I think he's going to take the year off. That's all right. The dude's a multimillionaire. So there's no race next weekend, but two weeks after that, Formula One's back in the States, baby. We're in Texas, racing at the Circuit of the Americas. And now with, uh, with Max winning the championship... I kind of kind of want to see someone else win a race this season. Uh, 
you know, Lewis hasn't won a race, which is very shocking. Uh, maybe Charles Leclerc finally gets back on the podium. Who knows? Um, I hope, because Sebastian Vettel is retiring this season, I hope he pulls off a victory. That would be awesome. And I think that's all for Formula One. Yeah, wrapped it up. So that's it for dipshits and dipsticks this year, or this season, this week. Fuck, I can't talk. Been talking about Formula One for four and a half minutes. So uh, thank you all for listening. Sorry, I'm kind of just shooting from the hip here. But um, yeah, that's it for dipshits and dipsticks. Remember to check your dipsticks. And as always, grit meets grease. Dip shits, dipsticks. Dip shits and dipsticks. It's dip shits and dipsticks with grease tank. Dip shits and dipsticks. Vroom vroom. Auto sports. Banjo. 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 Uh, a couple things to talk about, Bill. Should we just uh, rip through Everton real quick? Shall we do yep. it now? Okay. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. Toffee's Corner. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. All right. Everton with a loss this past weekend ran same time as Bears. They play. They were at Man U. Lost two one. So what? Who cares? Another tough game this weekend. They play Tottenham mm. at home, I believe, uh, and they are twelfth on the table as we sit right now. So just hovering right in the middle there. Uh, let me jump back. Actually, this was the first loss that Everton has had. Since I'm going back August 13th. Whoa. So on a good run, a lot of ties in there, but uh, yeah, they're fine. Who cares? I don't know. Didn't see a minute of it. So Tottenham this weekend's tough. They're sitting third on the table. So that could be a problem. Could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, is it at Hotspur Stadium or is, is it at? Goodison. It is. Um, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot. Isn't Hot Spur Stadium where? Ooh, sorry, I burped. Uh, I believe it's at Goodison. Uh, isn't that where the Packers played? Hot yes. Spur, the hottest of Spurs. Mm-hmm. I believe it's at Goodison. I don't okay. know. My internet's right. not really oh, cooperating. Fine. We'll go with it. I don't know if it matters. Uh, I see a outright win for our boys Same. in blue. Yeah. Same. 3 0 blowout. <laughs> Definitely. Uh are you all the way caught up on um Wrexham? I think so. It's kind of confusing to know where yeah. you're at. I watch on Hulu. Do I have to? Is it on FX Hulu. normally? It's on FX. I watch it on Hulu. Uh yeah, was the last one the hooligans one? No. I don't know. I think I'm caught up. Okay, that's fine. I won't spoil it for 
anybody. I don't know if I'm caught up. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, great show, though. Great show. Fantastic. Watch it. Definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. Uh, locals still not easy on the eyes, I would say. No. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, How do you feel about that song that leads into it and in, into each show? How do you the feel Buddy about Holly that? song? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually skip through it. Okay. I don't hate it. I just don't need to hear it. Is it all of his, hey, 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 that throws you off? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't don't particularly like it. Are you out on it? It seems like you don't like it. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It just, that song fascinates me. Yeah. Because of the way he sings it. It just throws me off A lot of clapping, a lot of Mm -hmm. clapping involved in the song. Uh, there's a part in the intro where it's like uh, there's a statue of a guy like leaning back on a pole. That always catches my eye. What's going on there? Yeah. Is he receiving something? Like cock? Maybe. I was more thinking like the mail, like the mailman had just oh. dropped off a package. It looks like he's on like a stripper pole, okay. like a thick stripper pole. Why is it leaning? Why is he leaning back? I, don't know. I could do research, but I've I'm I'm totally booked up now with Grimace and Howard the Duck, so I'm not at yeah. I have no more capacity to look to research more random stuff. You have no bandwidth. I hate nope. that expression when people say that. I have no bandwidth. Yeah, I always think it's like a we're talking about like routers and modems. Yeah, yeah. you're not a not a PC. You, you're a nine to five person with boobs, asparagus coming out of your teeth from lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any Ram or Rom on you. Rom Emanuel, missing a finger, like Rick. Indeed. Thanks for your pick, Ricks. Pick Ricks. Wait, what? <laughs> These hams are slapping. I need to go to they bed are. soon. They are. Uh, anything else uh, in the outro? Yeah, uh, yeah, side, yeah, side yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I got two things for you. First one: How was the race, buddy? I don't. I know you did maybe a recap with uh, some hams and eggs. Yeah, it was great. How was the race? Give us, was, give us, give us a rundown. Pun intended. It was fantastic. Uh, the neighborhoods were electric. I think you run through, tw- I think they said like 28 neighborhoods in the city. It seems like a lot, but that might be true. Um, Pilsen was one of the highlights. I thought All, the uh, population was fantastic. Chinatown's always fun. Uh, the first half of the race, I was on fire. I was like ahead of pace. Second half, I was trash. I think after mile 17, absolutely hit the wall, got in my own head a little bit, was doing a lot of uh, like interval running, you know, like combination of (laughs) run walk and thinking, God, I just got to get to this finish line. At that point, I concluded this is my last marathon for sure. I will probably do halves because that felt good. Half felt great. Um, I'm too old for this. I'm not a good enough athlete. (laughs) Chicago was so impressive i was so proud of the city it was so great it was anybody that has shitty things to say about chicago has never been 
I think is kind of that thought entered my mind a lot of times. It was like, where uh, New York would probably do this too. Boston would do this, I'm sure, for their their marathons. But I I would think it's exceedingly rare where like a million plus people would come out and root on people. Most people they might know one person racing, and a lot of people probably know zero people racing, and they would take time out of their day to like inspire people that they don't even know like that's that's crazy to me and so i love it i love chicago it was beautiful it was awesome it's a great day sounds like chicago loves you it's a great it's a good event it's a it's a fun event i've been out there a handful of times rooting on people i didn't know and yeah it's an electric it's electric thing congratulations that's quite a feat that I would never do. I did call you. You did. I did speak to you. You did. You sounded way better than I would have expected. You sounded very well uh, put together in your breath. <laughs> and you were able to speak. Very impressed, Bill. So I don't believe Thank that you were, what did you say, trash in the second half? What did you say? Whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, my time, my time was trash. Oh, for okay. sure. But... But I didn't care, fortunately. Uh, yeah, that was a highlight of my day, as was uh, my conversation with Rick Fieldsman around <laughs> mile 17 when he called. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you called me early, and I don't know what happened. I saw a voicemail from me. My phone did not ring. That was around the time, in retrospect, like mile two or three, uh, I had just passed Olin Krutz, who was on the side Ugh. of the road, if you will. Did he try to choke you? Shockingly, no. He was by by Trump Tower. and not surprised. I almost yelled something at him. Fuck you. And I thought, (laughs) kind of like, remember me, asshole? Uh, And then I thought, he's crazy enough to chase me down and, like, punch me. So I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that that was fun. I saw a lot of doppelgangers. A lot of I thought I saw a lot of people I knew. None of them were the actual person. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was, was a great day. A great day. Well, Thanks good. for calling, buddy. Thanks for checking you in on it. me, making sure that I was alive. You're you're our hero. Uh, quick Olin Krutz uh, note. I had a conversation today with a high school football coach who will remain nameless, who has a quite a few kids going to play D1 football and one of them is going to Illinois to play. He's a center. And I said, Ooh, is he going to sit behind Olin's kid? And he said, he will start over Olin day one. And I said, Oh, this kid is that good. He said, Olin's kid is trash. Okay. He said he was an overrated football player. So just wanted to let you just pass that along. Put that in your tickler file. He was not very high. He said, we played against Olin's kid. He was not good. He may have just gotten there because of his name. Yeah, that, yeah. he he hasn't really played. I don't know if he's played at all yet. His brother has played more the linebacker than uh, the offensive lineman. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to dox your source. Is the coach that you talk to, is the person going to U of I related to the coach? By any chance, I have no no. Okay, not a, not so related to the person I talked okay. to. So I don't know who this person doesn't is. even coach that side of the ball. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's all okay. I'll say. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yep. that'd be great if they get a. Hey, the more the merrier. That was it was a big recruiting weekend for the Illini this past this past week. They picked a good time to get a to get a dub. I don't know if this is this kid committed already. I think so. Yeah, not that you follow Illinois recruit Illinois football recruiting. I don't know this kid either. So this is all news that I received today. So I love that um, you. uh, I love that you have contacts out there in IHSA. I got people. I got people. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got Mm -hmm. a guy. I got a guy. Um. All right. I got. Speaking of linemen, I got one more random thing to just share with you and get your thoughts. Okay. So I'm flying back home. And I'm sitting next to a guy who looked very well uh, put together. He had his laptop out for most, you know, he's working Sunday, like, oh, good job, buddy, you're working. Oh, tap, 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 tap. And so, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe peeking over every now and then to see what's going on. I didn't really get anything good from what his laptop, but he pulled out his phone when we landed. We sat on the runway for for a decent amount of time because... Uh, there was someone who had a medical emergency, which was unfortunate. She seemed to be fine. Um, but he's he's one of these guys who had his font jacked up to like very large, you know, whatever you call it, like I can't see font. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to catch a glimpse at who he was texting. And it was Harry Heastead. <laughs> and I thought, there, it's got to be a coincidence, right? So then I'm like, I got to see this through. And and so I jotted down what he texted. Okay. First of all, he sent a he sent a screenshot that I could barely a glimpse of it and it was of the Notre Dame offensive lineman like almost like the depth chart of the offensive lineman. And he said and he said, "Harry, great production by your team. Great to see you yesterday." Because he's a Notre Dame O line coach, so he's definitely right. there. And then I watched him send pictures of himself and two other women on the field from the Notre Dame BYU game. So no idea who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Love that he was texting Harry Heastead. Of like all the people in the world, like all we've made so many jokes about that guy, mm-hmm. and that's the one person he's ta- didn't even know that Heastead was back at Notre Dame. Had no clue, and I had to look it up later. I was like, "Perfect! This is just perfect!" And what a weird text! Like to send like a screenshot of the depth chart. Yeah, be like he's aware. He's aware of the depth chart. Yeah, compliment. Like he just said, "Great game yesterday. Like great to see you." But production? What are you talking about? Is this dude breaking down? It was. It was so strange, and I loved every second of it. And I was like, I can't wait to tell Bill. That's great. That yeah, of all the. There is no assistant coach in football, I think, that would resonate more to the show than none. Harry and all of his he's That's <laughs> so great. So weird. I don't know who he was. There were so many Notre Dame fans uh, all around, and my whole fl- and those you could spot him a mile away. And I'm one of you know. I'd make a joke about fat mid, you know, pale Midwesterners. Those Notre Dame fans had not seen sun in a long time. They were all very pale, and a lot of them looked like they reeked of cash, but can't <laughs> afford to get themselves in a tanning bed. Yeah, when you originally said you were going to Vegas 
for the weekend. I thought, Stan going to the Notre Dame BYU <laughs> game? That nope. would be super weird. That was not why you were there. No. Uh, but yeah, that's funny. I think when I was, last time I was in Vegas, BYU hoops were there for their uh, oh. uh, tournament, uh, you know, before the world shut down. And there were weird BYU people in the win. Casino. Oh, yeah. Weird. Super weird. Very pale as well. A lot yeah. of pale, pale. Yeah. I guess they're not Midwesterners there. What do they call themselves? Yeah. Mountain people? Okay. We'll go with that. I like that. Yeah, Mountain Mormons. They can't be comfortable in Las Vegas, right? Generally no, speaking. It, that felt mean to make the Mormons come to Vegas. <laughs> no, that, no, they... There were not a lot of them, that's what I from what I saw. But eh, whatever. Harry Heastead though had quite a few fans, so love that's it. all I care about. As you should. That is that is fantastic. I love that you were you're creeping on his phone. But yeah, the, get that font that high. You can't you can't that's help him. but notice. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Awesome, uh, buddy. Yeah, that's well, it. I can't wait to spend Thursday with you. It is going to be so hot. Uh, there won't be any Illini Gophers, you know, negative vibes going Not back yet. and forth yet. Uh, so that's good. We'll still be friends, which I eh. appreciate. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Okay. I think so. Yeah. We'll we'll think about it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Uh, Coach Cuse. Can't wait to see you, buddy. Uh, didn't mean to neglect the fact that Syracuse is also ranked in the college football top 25. It's the first time that Illinois, Kansas, and Syracuse are all ranked at the same time since the 1960s. <laughs> football. That's awesome. What a random three-team stat. Three teams not even in the same conference. Yeah. That you just pulled out of your ass. That's awesome. I did. That's courtesy of somebody on the athletic, whoever that was. Thank you so much. That tickled that tickled me greatly today. <laughs> awesome. Well, see you Thursday. Yep. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Congrats on the golden cock. Thank you. Go Bears. Huh, go Bears. See you then. Bears will be three and three. We will all celebrate. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Lana. See ya. Gophers. Zerdox. Awesome, bud. Nice work. You too. Okay, bye, buddy. Okay, bye, bud. See you in a couple days. See you in two days. Bye. Okay, bye. Running out of batteries for your vibrator. Yeah. Hit hit the store and get yourself some Duracells. Is Duracell cool with us? 
Uh, yeah, apparently. Talking about vibrators? Oh. Mm, I mean, if it needs batteries, I'm sure they would want you to buy Duracell, right? <laughs> Play batteries. This is Dan Pompey. Does anybody buy those flat batteries anymore? The kind that with like those two little things on top. You know what I'm talking about? Are those? Do you think like for your watch, like a watch? Battery? No, like the big one. How big's your watch? The huge, like the huge one, the huge thick, like rectangle. It's got the two. <laughs> oh, like the, the things on top. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Yeah, it's for like. How do you think sales are for those? <laughs> Are those D's? Those D batteries? Double D's. <laughs> I still love having to announce who you are in our impressions. It's. I feel like that was. Did that start with Andy Dalton? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> we had to say, "Hey, I'm Andy Dalton. I'm just here in the corner. I'm Andy Dalton." Bill is a beverage that make up flying out of his mouth. My thoughts are the mirror yours in some ways. I think the uh, I think it just seems ob- <laughs> it seems obvious that now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever seen Coach Cuse's tongue. Have you? Uh man, those. Those people in Tacoma, they're freaks. I can't get a coffee without getting blown. I'm hairy everywhere. Hey, Bruce Shingledecker, why do you paint me a picture of a wildlife tongue, you son of a bitch? All right. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. Ow! Does Pinocchio have a penis? Well, that'd be an issue if he, I assume he didn't, because unless Geppetto's just a freak, he's making a boy with a dick, right? Because he is he, a freak. He, is, <laughs> he had to have, he had to have carved a wooden penis under those trousers. Butthole too? He, he had to. Oh boy. Uh, I, okay. Hmm. Let's not, we don't need to explore that yeah, anymore. Yeah, we don't need to. I, I think we can just. I just thought Jordan was like, has like a like Guy Fieri in her spank bank, and is just just wow. knows everything about him. So maybe the same for you. Are you jerking <laughs> off to Guy Fieri? Oh, not just to him, with him, and in him. Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I like dangerous games. Um, yeah, Dolphin that's... Dick Island. <laughs> Blowhole Bonanza. <laughs> he has four kids that are named Jaden, Jace, jo- Jobby, Joby. And Joel, all J's. Uh, Joby? I don't know more about J's. <laughs> I think it's Joby. I'm going with Joby. <laughs> it's like yes. a, not a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, is it a is it a troll from Lord of the? Ri- I haven't seen it. I don't know. I think 
I think that's his middle name, though. Or is it the is there is Javi first, and his first Harry name's Potter Hand. or something? His first name's <laughs> Hank. <laughs> it came from some website called Sports Spectrum, where it's where sports and faith connect. Who's have you ever heard of that? I, I know that's not no. really in your no. algorithm and your <laughs> computer. <laughs> Any faith based information. Because you worship the devil. But. Come here, Beelzebub. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Do Cornish hens have knees? Uh, um. so happy that one bar and lupagus lupagus you tell us it's a me geppetto i have a boy with the wooden cock goodbye i'm a dolphin <laughs> poof